958 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Or I should just say 560 as we go to Neil now, who is uh, somewhere in a wild well, Canada. Well, if you just say uh, 560, what does that mean? The most important part of the day, the real 560, non-sports. Oh. So how many hockey calls did you get this morning? None. No. And I brought it up. Six in a row, man. They win every game. They find yeah, a way to win. People aren't into they're it. Still, they're still in the hunt. And there's anybody care? No. 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 They're into the heat. Not. That's what they care about. Get out of here. If there wasn't, if there wasn't any heat at all, they still wouldn't care. That's not so. Okay. Yeah, it's just not. They just don't care. They care about the heat. Believe me. Okay. They care about. Yeah. He's part of the heat. Well, how come they don't care about yeah. Geldy? He does the Panther games. Do you care about him? About who, Geldy? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. He's no mo. I don't have any problem with Gildy. Why, you got a problem with him now? No. I got a problem with the new sales manager. He's, he's, uh, what was the other guy you called him? Stiffy? Yeah. This is Stiffy with the Southern drawl. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's the only change is the accent. I'm hearing that nasty echo again. Every day for like, this is the second or third week in a row. Every stinking day. Echo, echo, echo. Let's crank it up real loud. How's that? Oh, Oh, now I hear it. Huh? Well, yeah, you hear it now because I got my, I, I made it. I created it. So what's going on with you today? Marlins, baby. We love those Marlins. They're really great. 1250 Marlins on deck. The Marlins and the Mets in oh, Jupiter. Yeah. Early day. That means off to Woodbine, plunging my guts out. So while I've been on the air here, I noticed uh, that there is a resignation in the White House. Yeah, Andy Card. Big deal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Bush is shuffling the deck, and this card fell out. Well, very good. Andy Card. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah, like it's a big deal. Like it's going to make a big difference. Nobody cares. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you seriously, Troy Stratford, I, I very seldom get as angry as, you know, the sales department pisses us all off because they're incompetent, they're idiots. But I may just have to hire a hitman to take care of this guy. He, he just, everything that I've worked for 30 years, I think it's very appropriate that it's right on the heels of this 30th anniversary. Every single thing that I've worked to a build for 30 years, they're, they're, on, they're dismantling it right now. It's like taking down the Berlin Wall. That's what they're doing to me. But again, you know, take the money to the bank. Then I got my tax uh, returns for my tax guy yesterday. Yeah. Got a uh, FedEx package. Got a huge, the biggest uh, refund ever coming in my life. Oh! Huge. Kind of like winning the progressive jackpot at Woodbine, so I feel pretty good about that. Well, that's good. Now, I, yeah. now you'll have extra money for that. Give me some good plunging money for the summertime for that exactly. tough summer schedule, uh, those two, uh, two weeks. You know, the football players get those two-a-days. I got those two-a-weeks. Do you have it planned yet? What do you mean? Where are you going to go? What do you mean where I'm going to go? I'm not, what, what does that mean, where I'm going to go? You go someplace in the summer. Oh, I'm going to Berlin. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, we got the World Cup. Ah, you like Berlin now. I love you Berlin. What do, you mean, what do you mean I like Berlin now? I've been going there for years. But, you know, you like, you, you, you talked about going to Italy. You talked, of course, about Amsterdam. But Berlin yeah. seems to have replaced those places. Berlin, Cologne. I love Germany. I don't like uh, Frankfurt or Hamburg so much, especially Frankfurt. That was horrible. I had the Ooh. best time of my life in Berlin. Yeah, and what's not to like, man? It's a great place, and it's just it's just a wonderful city. Yep. Well, that's, of course, we bombed it into the Stone Age in the war, so they had to rebuild the whole thing, so it's beautiful and modern and just uh, great. It's very nice. I and like anybody, on, anybody under the age of 40 is great. The old people are still, like, goose-stepping, you know? They still you can just tell. You get that feeling. They're still all goose-stepping a little bit. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kind of like uh, the U.S. government, goose you know, I, I had I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but when I went there years ago with the Dolphins, they had a preseason game there, and I was working for Channel 4, TVJ, and I did a feature on a guy who had been watching 
the, he watched the wall come down. He was a New York advertising executive, and he moved to Germany and opened a chain of hot dog stands in the hmm. eastern zone. Because they didn't have hot dogs in Germany. They had worst. Right. Oh, well, every street corner, there's another uh, bratwurst store. Yeah. Bratwurst. Yeah. But, I, I love those bratwurst, man. There's nothing like it. You, you can't get, I don't care where you go, you cannot get the bratwurst like uh, in Berlin and That's Cologne. right. But wow. he brought high grades over there, and he was very successful. And he got the T-shirt concession at Checkpoint Charlie. In fact, there's one place where I go. It's right next to a big supermarket where they have uh, currywurst. Which is, you know, and they, what they do is they slice up the bratwurst and then they put curry sauce. But they don't want any part of the sauce. Ugh. And they get very insulted if you tell them they, you want bratwurst. Oh, no, I have bratwurst, just the currywurst. So what you do is you say currywurst without the curry. Currywurst with mustard yeah. instead of the curry. Because I hate curry. Oh. Uh, and and uh, a little curry, red okay. cabbage is not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that'll keep you regular. Yes. <laughs> now, the food there actually is. <laughs> keep it going. That'll I, open a floodgates. It's just amazing to me that Germany and Netherlands are like side by each. They're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And yet Germany's got such tremendous food. And, well, I mean, the food in Holland is just the worst I've ever had in my life. The world's worst. Horrible. You have to really search to find an edible meal. I'm not just talking about good. I'm talking about edible. Mm-hmm. Even Mickey D's looks good, even with a rat running around in there under the fryer, deep fryer. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, and there's the same rat. It's like a pet, I think, on the damn rack. He runs around under the deep fryer just to make you feel at home, I guess. And then right next to, the, to that is killer flu chicken. Ugh. Isn't that great the way that American uh, enterprise is poisoning the whole world? It's good. We're, we're killing everybody. This is kind of a silent warfare. <laughs> it may take a while. We're going to eliminate them by attrition. Or lack of nutrition. Yeah, kind of like the QM sales department. I'm going to tell you, this new guy, man, he came in here on Friday, and he's, he's buried himself with me. You know, he's very loud and very full of crap. You know, I guarantee you, Troy Stratford looked me right in the eye, and he told me, uh, yeah, he told you the same crap that he tells everybody, okay, and you're buying it. That's the sad part. Chris, boy, I, this, this new regime, you know, all, and your part, you, all you guys, because you know, you're there and I'm not, thank God. The sun is shining here. It's in the 50s every day. It's like spring for real now. It's beautiful. But you're there, and, oh, this Joel Bell and this new regime, and everybody's giving me a song dance. It's going to be so great. These people are like shoeless and clueless, man. They're like the homeless. They're shoeless and clueless. I just, I never see anything like it. Not that I care, you understand. Just passing it along. The audience likes it. Just unbelievable. Guy called me yesterday. He said, I won gas in that contest. Where do I find a radio station? I said, just come to the corner of Ives Dairy and 441 and look for the building where they're waving the white flags of surrender out the window. That's us. Our windows don't open. Well, maybe they do now. Maybe some people have punched some holes in the wall. <laughs> I don't want to mention any names, Greg, but you know how that goes. Oh, I forgot about that. No, no, you didn't. Well, you, you reminded me. You just sublimated it. Yeah, it was in the back of your mind. I haven't seen him in a while. You and I were like fitty-fitty. We were both the partly. We said, oh, yeah, I guess he was wandering around there last week. Really? Oh, oh, I, oh, 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 I wasn't here, I guess, when he was here. Oh, aren't you lucky? One more good reason not to be there. When Greg Reed wears his ugly rear head. There's Lou Dobbs again on CNN screaming hysterically about illegal aliens. I think he'd like to kill them all is what he'd like to do. Let's make him the border guard. Creepers for that. Yeah, Greeper ought to be. In fact, he's the one who ought to be deported. He's, he's living proof for the uh, this anti-immigration thing. He's proof of it. Where, are you, where is Creeper from? Hunger. He's from here. Hunger. Hunger's not a foreign country. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a foreign planet. Hunger lives in this building. He, he's out of this world. I tell you, half the people in this building are from Hunger. Yeah, I know that. And most of those are in the sales department. 
They should have a reunion every day. Yeah, I want Tommy to go back there and fart in their face in the sales department. That would please me. That would make my day for me. Even if I have a losing day at Woodbine. I won't. I'm going to win some big cash today. I'm not gambling today. And then Niagara Falls this weekend, man. I'm in Vegas this weekend. Well, see, you and I are both going to be plunging our brains out this weekend. Yes, I will. I tell you, next next time you get anywhere up near here, uh, you really ought to check out the uh, Fallsview Casino, Niagara Falls. I guarantee you'd like it. Okay. they got a big sports book. they got all the you know, full casino. Excellent restaurant. they got a place up there again. they got a restaurant called, amazingly, The Famous. Not you know Nothing to do with the one from there, but... Yeah. But it's a kind of like an old-style deli, and they got great meatloaf and um, uh, fantastic uh, ribeye. Oh, really good place. Delicious, like mushroom barley soup. Got a whole bunch of great restaurants in that joint. Nice big buffet. Yes. What's not to like? And they treat you great, you know, like in Vegas. They treat you like they want you to. Not that they want you, you mean, to like win. like they used to treat you in Vegas. Right. Well, they treat you like they really want you to be there as opposed to um, like in Woodbine where uh, just give me your money, you know. Just give me your money. We'll let you in because you don't smell as bad as the, the other people. <laughs> oh, brother. I really ought to write a book, not about that place, but about uh, Woodbine. Oh, my God. Oh, I've been to Woodbine. Not to the, not, but not to the casino. No, not to the slots. casino. Just the they don't track. have a full casino so far. They still only have the slots. Remember, they Boy. had the Breeders' Cup there a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful track. It's a nice, nice facility. It's real close to the airport. That's true. It is. Yep. It was good right after the telecast. Boom. Out of there. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what does that mean? Well, when you're finished working, you like to get home. Oh, I see. Kind of a shot at Toronto, huh? I got news for you. It's it's a shot at than... uh, where I was last week. Oh, well. I was. Uh, That'll teach you to be going to Kentucky, man. Lawrence, Kentucky. I'll tell you, a new sales manager, he'll give you a whole song and dance about Kentucky and North Carolina and all them places. He'll give you a big draw, y'all. I like Troy Stratford looked him right in the eye and told him. He assured him. Well, guess what? What Troy Stratford told you last week, uh, Chris, was another pile of crap. Would you, it rhymes with I. It's called lie. Okay, another lie. <laughs> oh, brother. Where do they find these people? Man, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's the Clampett Nation. Oh, my. Clampett Nation. That's, that's very good. I like that. You've heard of the Patriots Nation and Leafs Nation and Dolphin Nation. And I the, think it's very clever of you to come up with that. <laughs> what? Clampett Nation. You, what do you mean? I, you just said it. You just said it. No, Clampett. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, the, I'll take the blame for it. Clampett Nation. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> you can have that one. Bought, like I told you, they just bought that station in Vegas. They got four stations out there. It's like we got some kind of punishment. Well, that the Clampets move west, too. Yeah, good. Go west soon. Take Joyce with you. Tired of the ass end of a damn convoy. Well, Vegas today, Beverly Hills tomorrow. Yeah. Tired of a truck. And drag her ass out there. Stick her ass on the back of a flatbed truck. And haul it out to a Vegas. Just the ass, which is most of her. She's a little person. See, just every, and you're also the guy who told me, oh, this new sales manager, this guy's really, oh, he is great. Didn't you tell me that? Yeah, I like him. <laughs> oh, Stiffy Jr., Stiffy with a drawl. My God. See, when fact, I went to got, school. We got, North... the, we got the ball game at 12.50 today. Yeah, what are you complaining about? you got well, to work an hour and a half and, and you're listen out. Listen to me. So in that hour, where ordinarily you'd have three breaks because, uh, you know, you're going to be one short. Yeah. At least we are. We do four breaks. Uh, so there's two breaks. There could be a third one, but there just isn't any. So I'm assuming either there aren't any spots or they just another oversight by uh, somebody who's leaving for the umpteenth time in a row. They're just uh, they're oblivious, man. Most people would would give and they give their left arm to have the kind of money in, in, in sitting in a tax exempt uh, say account in a bank that slips through the hands of these people in a year. You know what I'm saying? Just money that falls through the cracks. Rectum. Yeah, that crack too. <laughs> 
Well, listen, have a great day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I know I am. You're amazing. If you, see how fa- if, you, if you could see a photo of how fast I'll be out the door at 12.50. But by 12.45, I not only will be fully dressed, but I'll have on my coat. I got my whole kit, my woodbine kit with my money, with my pills in, in one pocket. I got, I got my uh, Rolaids in another pocket, you know, that I pop one every couple hours from the uh, diet sodas. gives me agita. Yeah, I've got my kit all ready to go. Just see the steam coming out of your heels as you take off. You bet. <laughs> yeah, that's Like too. a bat out of hell, like a rocket ship. See you. Have a great day. You too. Y'all. The views expressed on the previous y'all. programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. Look out for Beasley Nation, baby. Rogers got Like nobody else mattered anyway. But man, I still think Jerry Jones is crazy. The boys are back to clown, the boys are going down. I said, the boys are back to clown. There's noise in Dallas town. You know that jerk who used to dance a lot? Every time he got the end zone with a sharpie in his sock. Man, he thought he was cool, but he was really not. What a joke that Terrell Owens. And that time at the Cowboys' place, when Tio danced on the logo, what a disgrace. Then Emmett ran over and got in his face, and now he thinks they won't forget it. The boys are back to clown, the boys are going down. I said, the boys are back to clown, there's noise in Dallas town. I said, Tio's been hanging round, his ego is renowned. I tell you, that Clarence boy, he's right on top of it. How long have I been in here, Sir George? Since about 8.26 this morning, last time I checked? Well, apparently he just got a phone call saying that we need to get this stuff in. Cause, uh, oh, this well, don't worry. It'll be, but I won't be emailing so. it. I'll be faxing it to uh, Deb. He like came I back in to say, look, I wrote email. I meant fax. He, yeah, he I'll be faxing it, it to Deb like yes. a moment during this next yes. upcoming break because this is the important part. That's right. That's all that matters. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. Oh, man, are they on top of it or what? No. Uh, they, if the audience only knew if you had any, you think I'm exaggerating, man. That Neil, he really likes to uh, rip into that. Yeah, I just make it up as I go along. Not clap it nation. That is a great, the humper came up with it. I mean, I did. He didn't want to take the blame for it, the credit. Clap it nation. Welcome to it. Zebediah. 10.14 already, but we better get hustling, right, because we got a short uh, period of time. Right, like uh, Jeff Merrick says on Leafs TV, we better get uh, hustling. Yeah, hustle this. I got news for you, Jeff. Nobody's picking your ass up. According to a recent survey, and I'm still hearing that echo. It's still there. Now it's oh, there. echoes. And they see whatever. Well, now, what is that? How come you can't have that in that position? Or do you explain day? it to him again slowly this time, though? All right, I'm going to explain it again to you slowly, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We have your return feed for you to hear Hank when you talk to him. Yes. Otherwise, you won't okay. be able to hear him. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear him. Right. Um, and yeah, but we've been doing this for, for a long time now. Once we're in our when show. When you talk to him, hence that has to be on, so that's why you hear the Or you echo. won't be able to hear it. Um, but let, me, I, let me say it again. Right there, I just We've been doing this for over a year, and it's only the last two weeks we've been having an echo problem, okay? Like I, I said, maybe, I, I think maybe somebody needs an echo card. We're not doing anything different in here, Hazza. 
somebody needs an echocardiogram. Maybe they're doing something different in there. You that's think that's uh, possible? very likely. Robert, yeah. Yeah. maybe some jackass is doing something different in there in that studio, in that big plush studio, as opposed to our little crappy one where nothing works. According to a recent survey, Americans keep their mattresses for 10.2 years. That's like keeping a car for 100,000 miles. Forget about that. If your mattress is 5 to 10 years old, it's probably not performing like it used to, just like you're not. You need to call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for our friends at Dial a Mattress, ranked number one for customer satisfaction. No risk either, because order a mattress from the expert bedding consultants at Dial a Mattress and try it out. If you don't like it, just call them back at 1-800-MATTRESS. They'll replace it until you're totally satisfied, literally and physically. Once you buy from 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll never go back to a showroom again. It's so easy. Just make that one call, 1-800-MATTRESS. Pick out the two-hour window that's convenient for you, like noon to two. 10 to noon, 11 to 1, they show up on time, take away the crappy old soil bedding. You're on the way to a great night's sleep for a long time to come. When you call Dial a Mattress, like I always do, you get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, no rip-offs, just unbeatable factory direct prices on the best brands you know, trust, and love, like Sealy and Serta, Simmons and King Coil, Tempur-Pedic and Stearns and Bananas Foster. And now Dial a Mattress offers you no payments or interest for 12 long, excruciating months. So call them right now. You can be sleeping like a baby tonight. 1-800-MATTRESS. Call them now or log on to their website, mattress.com, for a great night's sleep. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last as because it stands for sales holes. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Salespeople are ice holes. This is an ABC News special report. Outside the White House today, a robot was used to investigate a suspicious package. And authorities kept all the White House personnel inside the press briefing room. Mr. President, what was in the package? It is my Jack Daniels. <laughs> You're kidding. Dangerous. <laughs> it was your booze? Weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Apparently, the package was not dangerous. But the uh, recipient is dangerous. It's uh, 10, what is it? 10.20 at QAM. What's that lineup look like today? Well, we got the Marlins on deck at 12.50. Wow, the pregame show. The Marlins and the Mets in Jupiter. How about those Panthers? Six in a row, baby. They win every. They're hanging on. They're only six points out of a playoff spot. Any interest? No. Uh, Mad Dog follows the baseball game. Lenny Martez, 7 o'clock, proving that we are waving a white flag of surrender. And then Curtis at Goldfingers for Reddy K, who's on vacation 10 o'clock tonight. Got that? Got White it. House Chief of Staff Andy Card has resigned, be replaced by Budget Director Josh Bolton. President Bush announced the shakeup during a meeting with reporters this morning, and now, of course, there he is again after the cabinet meeting. Their need to assume it. Yeah, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop. One more time. One more time. They shuffled the deck, and Andy Card fell out. Well, bye bye, Andy. Another uh, pasty faced goy. Let's see. Here's the poll result from yesterday. Who was the greatest baseball player of all time? 1,433 vote. Baby Ruth, 282 for Babe Ruth. George Herman Ruth, 282 votes, wins hands down. I hate baseball, 238. Well, too bad. Willie Mays, 178, a distant second by more than 100 votes. I hate this pool, 139. Ted Williams, 113. Hank Aaron, Hammer and Hank had 102. Mickey Mantle, 80. Pete Rose, 71. Barry Bonds, 56, kind of like Q, 56. Not all that great, Josh. Yeah, whatever. But he edged out Joe D, Jolton Joe. Joe DiMaggio had 51. Roberto Clemente, 42. Ty Cobb, 32. Lou Gehrig, 31. Cal Ripken, Jr., 8. Stan Musial, 6. And Rooney Banks, Solamente Quattro. Had only four. Let's play four. Yeah, let's. I think the Marlins ought to play four today, starting at about 10.30. And that sound good to you? Yeah. I think we can handle another eight or nine minutes and probably get in most of the spots we got left from today, too. I'll tell you, that new, that new sales guy, he is just the best, you know? Y'all come back now, Chris. He's good. Don't, don't have him come in there anymore, because I, I don't want any more depressing stories, you know, all these guys blue sky. Just, uh, it, it's depressing. Because each one of them is um, less clue, is more clueless than the predecessor. 
I say let's bring back Screw Ann. Oh! She's starting to look pretty good now. you got to admit that. Well, it depends on where you're looking. Now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in terms of her per job performance. She's starting to look pretty damn good. Old Screw Ann. 892 votes on today's poll. What all-time athlete do you dislike the most? Bad, like that. And just like I predicted, you know, I've got to be honest with you, Josh. I'm really uh, shocked that Barry Bonds is doing all that well, a very respectable second. They hate him, man. They do. They, they hate him like poison. And, and of course, he, he created the, you know, he made it himself. He, he's the guy that created that image. And, got uh, a he terrible did, attitude. For probably got a crappy reason. attitude. That don't mean he's not a good ball player, but he's just got a horrible attitude yes, and is does. rotten with the press and rotten with the fans. He's just a rotten to the core. Maybe he's been smearing too much of that cream. It'll make your uh, thing rotten. What all-time athlete do you dislike the most? O.J., of course, 315. Nobody can touch O.J., but believe me, a lot of people would like to, especially the Brown family. And uh, what's her name? What's Nicole's sister's name? Denise. Denise. Remember that song, Oh, Denise, by Randy and the Rainbows? Yes. O.J., 316. Barry Bonds, 128. A very strong second. But after that, not even close. I hate sports, 58. Kobe Bryant, 45. I hate this pool, 45. How about I hate Kobe? Mike Tyson, 42. Terrell Owens, only 37. Small taters, man, even though that was a pretty good bit. Pete Rose, look at how Petey's got. About $30, man. $30, bills. They're all stacked up on the table right there at Pompano Park, and he's going to lose them all by the second race. Jose Canseco, 28. John Rocker, 24. Tanya Harding, 20. I'm surprised that, the, well, I guess because I played that bit. Brought back a lot of memories, all bad. Kurt Busch, 15. Now, see, I, I, I thought I knew something about sports. I don't even know who the hell Kurt Busch is. Is he a race car guy? I, yeah, I think he drives the NASCAR. NASCAR guy. And that's big, that NASCAR stuff, because there's a lot of rednecks and people with a mind like rednecks. Brian Cox, 14. He's right on Kurt Busch's ass. And if Phil Henry knew about it, it would be scandalous. Okay. Kurt Schilling, 13. Ron Artest, 12. Mark McGuire, 11. Kurt Warner, 11. Born again, Kurt. Roger Clemens, 9. Peyton Manning. Sandy Peyton Manning, 6. Todd Bertuzzi, 6. Keyshawn Johnson's got 6. Ray Lewis, 5. A.J. How do you say that? I don't think that's Oh, Pierzynski, and it's definitely Pierzynski? not No, I didn't spell it that way. I spelled it, uh, maybe it was bad handwriting, because let me look at how I wrote There's it down. There's a C in Kurt Schilling also. I'll, I'll send that to Eric. <laughs> oh, we don't care about spelling. For Kurt Schilling, they know who that is. Okay. They just see the big cross. Because, uh, no, oh, it was bad hand. My, my bad. No, I spelled it wrong. I copied it down wrong. I'm looking at my writing. Now, don't blame Eric. That was my bad. A.J. Pierzynski. Who, who is he again? He's a catcher. Oh, well, that's what we hear. That's what we heard about, uh, what's his name, too, from the Mets? Mike, uh, what's his name? Piazza. Piazza. A.J. Pruszynski, four. Ricky Williams, four. Wayne Gretzky, Needlenose, got four. Phil Mickelson, three. Hey, he's got a little drinking problem, just like your president. Yeah. Uh, Michael Irvin, two. Ty Domi, two. Rafael Palmero, two. Raffi. Here's Raffi. And Leighton Hewitt didn't have anybody. Finally got one out of the first 915. Boy, we'll get to 1,000, maybe close to it by the end of this hour. And you want to know why? Because it's got to do with hate. Bad like that, man. Always, if you want to get a good response on a poll in South Florida, take a hate poll. Because, bad, it's a like a limit, limitless well. That's right. I mean, there's like no bottom to it. Right. This is the bottomless pit. Like Karen Carpenter has yeah. got no bottom or top. Fairfax County, Virginia is taking part in an unusual White House drug study. Now, this is a word of warning, okay, for all you rip snorting. <laughs> Post out there, because who knows if it's going to be coming to by you pretty soon. Wastewater from communities throughout the Potomac River Basin is being tested for the urinary byproducts of cocaine. So if I was you guys, all you cokeheads out there, I'd like to go pee in the backyard. Right. Apparently, they're able to ascertain how many people may be using illicit drugs, in this case co cocaine, uh, with such studies, Board of Supervisors Chairman Jerry Connolly tells WTOP Radio. 
Earlier this month, county workers collected five days' worth of water samples at the pollution control plant in Lorton. The samples were sent to a lab in Rockville, Maryland, to be analyzed for traces of the mean urinary byproduct of cocaine. It doesn't indicate that we have an unusual drug problem in Fairfax County, Connolly says. I'll be interested in the results. It's kind of an unusual study, an unusual request. See, they're even testing your water now to find mm-hmm. out if you're... Uh, this government is like they're in your mail, they're in your email, they're on your phone, tapping the phone. They're in the library checking out what you're, uh, what you're checking out. Obviously, we're prepared to cooperate with any endeavor to try to make sure the use of illicit drugs is discouraged in our community. He said, White House officials believe the wastewater testing... We, and with Clinton, we had white water. Now, with this one, we got wastewater. They believe the wastewater testing will lead to a more accurate index of how many people use drugs than traditional survey research. If they, did, if they would just check the water at Mary and Barry's house, I think they'd get a really good oh, example. Yeah. Don't you think? No doubt. In that neck of the woods. 1027 at WQM. We're going to talk real fast today because we've got a big Marlin game at 1252 days. This and God, are we happy Neil about Rogers. it. Yes, we are. This is 560 QAM. Oh! First, we introduce you to the new Gillette Fusion. Pressure caused irritation, but the Fusion had five blades spaced closer together for less irritation and more comfort. But now, Gillette brings you the all-new 25-blade Fusion Power Extreme Plus Plus. Throw out that old five-blade Fusion and your lawnmower. That five-blade shaving technology was oh so one month ago. Step into the future with the new 25-blade Fusion Power Extreme Plus Plus. I know what you're thinking, does it really make a difference? Just listen to these satisfied guinea pigs. Fred said it was the best shave he ever had. The only problem is I cut off my lips. The only problem is I cut off my lips. But feel my face. No, I'm not sure what he said. When you feel this razor across your skin, you'll know something's different. You'll have no choice. It all happens with three easy steps. Apply the Fusion Hydra Gel. Then shave with the 25-blade Fusion Power Extreme Plus Plus. Then stop the bleeding and run to the nearest blood bank for an emergency transfusion. Hey, sir, would you like to try the new 25-blade Fusion Power Extreme Plus Plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. All right, here you go. Oh, there's a lot of bleeds. Oh, oh, try the other side. Oh, the new 25-plate Fusion Power Extreme Plus Plus. Available at CBS, Red A, Dwayne Reed, and the Home Depot. Yeah, Josh is shaving at Newstyle. He's got that one end with the 85 blades that uh, doubles as a vibrator. A fusion, man. Right. Ball of uh, fusion. You should see the handle. 1034, can you handle it? That's the question. 2064-11 at 560-WQM, where it's just everything is... You thought Humpty Dumpty had done, done a good job. <laughs> this is called micro-crashing, you know? One thing to break that egg into 100 pieces. They're taking each piece and breaking that into 1,000, each each little piece. Here's our first call, and we don't have time for many. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What we ought to do is put that punk Eldrick Tiger Woods up there, because I can't stand that punk. Punk? Punk. Okay. Put him on there, Tiger Woods. I don't like him either. Although he's not going to get a lot of votes. You think? No. He might, I always, actually. Because I, I don't pay attention to golf, but I, just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. He's just boring. I think that's the problem, which it's not his fault, but to me, he's very boring. Isn't he boring, Josh? Yeah, nothing to him. Plays golf. Well, that's that's because he plays golf. You know, I mean, how can a golfer be exciting? But he just, I don't know. Can't complain about his personality. He ain't got one. That that would be my take on him. 5670560. Let's take a real quick uh, Russia call here, okay? I think that was it. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Because they got a really big pile here, and we only got till 1250. We only got a couple hours left, and then uh, get those spots in there. 
how we're going to get all them spots in that last hour. You know, what I said to Hank is true, and, and the same, remember I said at IOD, I remember saying the same thing, the amount of money that falls through the cracks, most of the people in the audience right now would give their left arm and half of their right one just to have that amount of money sitting in a bank somewhere, even uh, without any interest. Yeah. The amount of money that just falls through the cracks because of uh, sloppiness and ineptitude and uh, indifference, you know? Nice job, by the way, back there, Troy. You are doing it. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, happy yeah. anniversary, happy belated Yeah, well, long, long, happy birthday. Okay, well, good luck to you, bye. Okay, good luck to you, bye. <laughs> WQAM, hello. I woke up. Okay, good. Go back to sleep. WQAM, hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Good morning. Buenos dias. Uh, buenos dias. Um, I thought George's problem yesterday was quite funny um, with the bathroom uh, thing there. I have a little uh, funny story to tell you. I take OxyContin for pain, and occasionally I get backed up for like two days or so. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time it comes out... Okay, we don't want to hear about it coming yeah. out. Okay, now, now you say coming out just has a different connotation. Usually, yeah, like that, like Tom Cruise and John Travolta coming out of the closet. That's the kind of coming out we can discuss, wow. but not that coming out that you're getting into or getting out of. Well, however you look at it. Wow. WQAM, hello. Wamu, Wamu. BM line, no, not Wamu. Pablo, Pablo, get it right, will you please? Jesus Christ. WQAM, hello. Are you going to get a MySpace page? I want you to be my MySpace friend. WQAM, hello. When I listen to you, I get very stiff. Line 9, Josh Cordes line. Hello. <laughs> not the original, but not, and not really very good. But not, not, not bad, though. That wasn't too bad. It was a good effort. It had its moment. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia startled reporters in Boston just minutes after attending a mass Sunday by flipping a middle finger to his critics. This is the holier-than-thou Antonin Scalia. Although he does go duck hunting with the vice president. A Boston Herald reporter asked the 70-year-old conservative Roman Catholic if he faces much questioning over impartiality when it comes to issues separating church and state. You know what I say to those people, Scalia replied, making the obscene gesture and explaining, that's Sicilian. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I thought the uh, Sicilian salute was with the... Uh, well, no, maybe he was doing the Sicilian one. With no, he was, given the, uh, he was given the uh, one-finger salute. Okay. The 20-year veteran of the high court was caught making the gesture by a photographer. No, maybe that's right. I don't know. Left arm no, on no, the right bicep. No, no, just flipping a middle finger to his critics. Ah, well, then, that's not Sicilian. Caught well, making the know, gesture by a photographer with a pilot, the Archdiocese of Boston's newspaper. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see that real soon. Don't publish that, Scalia told the photographer, and I'm sure they'll go right along with that. He was attending a special mass for lawyers and politicians at the Cathedral of the Holy Cross, and after he was the keynote speaker at the Catholic Lawyers Guild Luncheon. After they had the special mass for lawyers and politicians, they had the special mass for the mafiosi, speaking of Sicilian salute. The Sicilian message. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. 21 to 11 at 560 WQM. We're going to talk real fast today. We're going to get a whole power pack, pressure pack show in here today come hell or high water because we got that Marlin game. How about those Panthers? Oh, oh man, the interest. And, you know, Hank always says, oh, they're whipped up about the heat. I think Josh would agree with me. And, well, even if you don't agree, because I've, I've been around too long, even when there was no uh, heat, even when nobody gave a crap about the heat, even when the heat absolutely stunk, the interest in the Panthers on a scale of zero is minus infinity. So they could win like every game the rest of the season. They could go ahead. And, of course, if they get in the playoffs and then continue winning, then you'll see. Then, just like that one magical year, we love the Panthers. We'll have to bring Joe Lynn back to town from Tennessee, and she'll be singing, and they'll be winging, and oh, boy. 
that bandwagon, they'll be like knocking each other off. They'll be jumping on there so fast, just like the old merry-go-round. You ever see merry-go-round? Yeah, I have, actually. I'll bet you did. We got 955 on that pole already. In fact, look at this, 963. Holy rat man, moly. 963, it's not even 11 o'clock yet. See, so the audience is also accelerating their response because they know we're in a big hurry today. Just like Troy Stratford ought to be in a big hurry to hit that door and don't come back in. Boy, he is just... You know something? I think what we all ought to do, everybody on the station, let's give him all of our spots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got one right here. This, so by the end... No, spot. seriously. By, by, the end, by the end of April, we won't have to worry about all these commercial interruptions in our shows, you know, because there won't be any. 20 to 11 at QAM, being outdoors a lot in South Florida, you really need comfortable shoes to do all that schlepping and shopping and running around. So the only place to go is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. Brandy's carries major brands like Floresheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, and tons of other name brand shoes in all sizes for men and women. And they're even carrying wide widths and hard-to-find sizes for you, too. Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. And when you see the selection value you find at Brandy's, you'll understand why I've been telling you for years how great they are, because they are. Go see our good friend Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes for your fit every time at a price that's unbeatable, too. Brandy's isn't like those department stores where you wait and wait to get waited on, and then they tell you, oh, you like that style? Well, guess what? We don't have it in your size. Sorry. The only thing they do at Brandy's is sell shoes. So you don't have to worry about size selection or service because you want it, they got it. Brandy Shoes, they're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlanta and Copens on the east side. You can't miss it. Brandy's is open every day, Monday through Saturday till 9, every Sunday till 5. And this week is a great time to buy naturalizers at Brandy's. All great women's styles, 10 bucks off. So be sure to get into Brandy's this week or do your shoe shopping right online. Sit in there right on your fat ass by logging on to brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 AM. She fakes orgasms. I fake foreplay. Man, I could sleep forever And I know my audience snores When I put the words and the melodies together I hear soothing and I like the snores I like the snores I hear each time I sing I like the snores that say my band loves me think In fact, I sleep through every concert of mine And I like the snores, I like the snores Ten forty-five at five sixty WQM. You know, the, it's interesting that that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that that B snoring drop in is uh, was for real. For real, right? He fell asleep on mm -hmm. the ear, and uh -huh. uh, which is easy to do when you're talking sports. Hey, ten forty-six, fourteen before eleven o'clock. Talk a lot faster. We got the Marlin game in less than uh, in two hours and what four minutes? Not that we're counting. Holy crap! So guess what I did uh, during that break. Not a deuce. No, no, nothing like oh. that. Oh, no, not yet. Right, right there in the chair? I ordered a case of that pasta. So. All right. Spaghetti in Dreamfield. George got on there and ordered the Dreamfield's pasta. Believe you me, you'll love it. It, it tastes exactly like regular, like good quality but, regular pasta. That's all I need to know. And, um, you know, just don't go crazy. I mean, although in your case, you don't have to worry right now about carbs, stuff like that. But yeah, it's good for you. Do you? Yeah, i got an issue. No. Oh. Do you have an issue? Well, get a tissue. Yeah. 
A new study from Jacobs Media asked over 25,000 respondents from over 75 rock-formatted radio stations about their response to Howard Stern's jump to Sirius. And they said, are you serial? The results show that Stern's move... Wait a minute. Uh Uh-oh. No, no. I don't want to be like uh, dripping snot down my nose while I'm trying to read. Yes, somebody might see. You think it might be okay, but it's not. The results show that Stern's move has indeed helped the Satcaster match or surpass the subscriber rate of XM among rock fans. However... Roughly 70% of Stern's regular listeners say they have not followed him and stuck with commercial radio morning shows. The study shows that the popularity of Sirius and XM basically are dead even, each with 6%. Of those who say they're likely to subscribe this year, Sirius does rank ahead of XM. Although XM's got 80 billion channels on air, uh, nose-picking channels. Unsurprisingly, Stern is the key factor in Sirius subscriptions, cited by a third of respondents. However, the study also shows that Stern fans who plan on switching to Sirius, most of them already have done so. Most of his fans surveyed who were following him to Sirius have already signed up with a smaller percentage saying they'll buy Sirius later in the year. Looking just at markets where Stern was on the air in 2005, a fifth of those surveyed who consider themselves regular listeners to his show have already subscribed to Sirius, with one in ten indicating they plan to do so. According to a Jacobs study, this is a strong indicator that for commercial radio broadcasters in former Stern markets, the worst is over. However, the majority of Stern's formula regular listeners have just stayed with terrestrial radio morning shows in their market, so once the ratings come out, many morning shows should expect growth in their audience bases in Stern's absence. On average, defections to Sirius were no greater among listeners of former Stern stations. However, some former Stern stations were able to retain a much higher percentage of his audience for his replacements. In other cases, defections were quite higher than average. It's got charts and graphs and ba-da-beep, ba-da-boop, ba-da-bop in this station and that market. Forty-six percent of regular Stern listeners have stayed with a station's new morning show, whatever you know, they replaced him with. Three of Stern's former competitors saw their morning shows attract almost six of every ten of his ex-listeners. According to Jacobs, this could indicate that the upcoming round of Arbitron ratings will show some very impressive growth among morning shows in recent months. So they're kind of like uh, flattened out, the big simmers. They were all going out of business. See, if we have problems here at QAM, it's not got nothing to do with XM and Sirius. I'll tell you that right now. Even with that stiff competition from Pharrell, how can we compete with Pharrell? You know what I'm saying? Right. We'll do our best. Country Radio, speaking of uh, that, may be ready to make nice with the Dixie Chicks. The grudge dates back to 2003 when many country stations stopped playing the popular trio after lead singer Natalie Maines criticized President Bush, ripped him a fat ass. Nice going. You go, Natalie. We love the Dixie Chicks. In fact, George says we love chicks with hits. Yeah, those two. But the Chicks' new single, Not Ready to Make Nice, is now in rotation in several major markets, pushing it to, pushing it to number 36 on Billboard's country sales charts after its first full week of airplay. Other stations, however, have been slower to embrace it. I think a lot of people are in kind of a wait-and-see mode, said Wade Jessen, director of Billboard's Country Charts. The next couple of weeks are going to really tell the tale. Maines told a London audience on the eve of the war in Iraq that the group was ashamed of the president and that he was from their former uh, their home state of Texas. Back in the U.S., their music was boycotted, and the chicks said they received death threats, leading them to install metal detectors at their shows. So you can't criticize this president, you get death threats. Maines later said she regretted the phrasing of her remark but remained passionately against the war. In January, she told Entertainment Weekly magazine that she was disappointed with country music and that she's pretty much done with the genre. Well, good. About time you came into the human race, okay? Instead, that nose-picking country crap. God, is that horrible stuff. The only thing worse than country crap is rap crap. In stores May 23rd, the new album, Taking the Long Way, is produced by Rick Rubin. Primarily a rock and rap producer who also crafted Johnny Cash's last albums, the record has been described as more rock-oriented, featuring musicians from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Tom Petty's band, The Heartbreakers. Aren't you excited about that? Going to go out and buy a whole bunch of copies, I'll bet. Yeah, or burn them or steal them. You know, do we have, I'm sure you do. I, I, could, I got it here. I got like 15 different versions of it, but I'm too lazy to do that. Plus, it's a short show, you know. 
I don't have time for messing around. Versions of what? Dancing in the Street, Martha and the Vandellas. Or, or by whichever one you got. I'm sure you got that one. There we go. Excellent. Dancing in the Street got Philadelphia Eagles linebacker Danny Jones arrested, busted. How do you like that talk? That's illegal now? That's very good. Dancing in the Street, you bet. At least on Miami Beach. Okay, that's enough. I'll see you, Martha. Jones was charged with a misdemeanor or failure to obey a lawful command after he allegedly refused to stop dancing outside the South Miami Beach uh, South Beach Club early Sunday, according to Miami Beach police. He refused several orders to get out of the street, and he was arrested, said police spokesman Bobby Hernandez yesterday. An unidentified woman Jones was dancing with and several other people did get out of the street, Hernandez said. Police were responding to a call after traffic was blocked at 2.51 in the morning outside the Snatch Rock and Roll Bar and Lounge. I'm not really sure if we can even say that. Jones, 28, what? Nothing. No, we bar can't. and Lounge. Jones, 28, signed an affidavit promising to appear in court for arraignment. It wasn't immediately clear yesterday when that would happen or whether Jones, who lives in New York, had hired a lawyer. The 6'1", 240-pound Jones has played the last two seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles. He played in 16 games last season, recording 70 tackles and one interception. Originally drafted out of Michigan by the Giants, where he played four seasons. See, that explains it. He's from Michigan. That's why he just don't obey the law, and he's just out there dancing in the street like some kind of a jackass. Danny. First of all, Danny, it's D-H-A-N-I. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Am I, Josh? Uh, I believe it's Donnie or, you know, either way. It doesn't matter. Donner and Blitzen? Are you starting up with that uh, Santa Claus stuff again? Yeah, that's it. Donnie? Donnie Jones? I, b- I believe so. D-H-A-N-I. Danny? Donnie? No matter how you spell it, it would have to be some other way. But anyway, there we go. No matter how you spell it, he's still dancing in the street with Martha and the Vandellas. What's the big sentence about dancing in the street anyway, right? Right. Who cares? Should be their worst problem. Anyway, here's the poll results so far. What all-time athlete do you dislike the most? I think that guy voted for Tiger Woods. Or he's got two already. I would vote for him too. I, and I don't dislike him. He just, yeah, I dislike him. He's just annoying. Three already. Thousand and eight votes. What did I tell you? It's not even eleven o'clock yet. The audience is onto us, man. They realize that this is the weekend. We set our clocks ahead. Saturday night, Sunday morning at two a.m. Set ahead an hour or three or four hours if you like. O.J. Simpson, 348. Man, they hate him like poison. They would like to do bodily harm to you, O.J., and boy, I'd sure I'd, I'd applaud. Yeah, you go, guys. Kick his ass. Slice him to ribbons. Barry Bonds, 149. Now, see, that's where I think there's a difference, Josh. They hate Barry Bonds like poison, but I don't think they wish him, they want to do bodily injury to him. No. But O.J., oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, George would like to volunteer. He'd like to go down there with that machete that's sitting on top of that uh, cabinet there. Yeah. Barry Bonds, a very strong second, 149. I hate sports, 60. I hate this pool, 50. <laughs> Your mama. Kobe Bryant, 49. Mike Tyson, 46. Terrell Owens, 41. Pete Rose, 35. John Rocker, 20. I hope Terrell Owens breaks his leg the first game with the Cowboys. I hope he breaks his leg. Got a big mouth. Although, what was the big deal with that spot? Was it Nicolette Sheridan was in that spot? Yes. What was the big deal with that? There was nothing. One. Absolutely nothing. Didn't see any boobies, didn't see any ass. My God, even I told George I saw Dress to Kill last night again with Angie Dickinson and uh, Michael Caine, Steve Caine. And even though it wasn't, it was a stunt double, but nonetheless, right. the first half hour, it was like a porno movie when oh, you come right. right down to it. Wouldn't you say? They did go right down to it. They did. And so, <laughs> so did that guy in the cab. Jose Canseco, 28. Tanya Harding, 21. Brian Cox, 19. Kurt Busch, 16. He ain't no Chris Bush, I'll tell you that. Kurt Schilling, 15. Ron Artest, 13. I hear he's a real artiste, that Ron Artest. He's an artiste and a beast. Roger Clemens, 12. Mark McGuire, 12. Who doesn't want to talk about the past? <laughs> that was some performance, man. you got to hand it to him, just like a politician. Performance Kurt, enhancing. 
Kurt Warner, 11. Todd Bertuzzi, 8. Hit him again, Todd. See if he can smash his brains out. Sandy Peyton Manning, 7. Keyshawn Johnson, 7. Ray Lewis, 6. Ricky Williams, 5. Hey, he's got just got a little substance problem. A.J. Pruszynski, no matter how you spell it. See, thank, thank goodness we straightened that out. Nice going, Eric. Four. My bad. Wayne Gretzky for Needle Nose. Oh, God, do I despise him. I see him and I start getting, throwing up a little in my mouth. Tiger Woods, three. Phil Mickelson, three. Rafi Palmero, three. Although uh, Rosanna Dan, uh, she loves him. Used to, anyway. Michael Irvin, two. Ty Domi, two. And Leighton Hewitt's only got one. Because, number one, they have no idea who that is. Number two, he still don't look too bad. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock solid. This is your brain. Any questions? Snapping Larry King's suspenders and squeezing Larry's bag. That was pretty good. Yeah, you mentioned it. And his bizarre Martian son, Chris Wallace, was on there, too, from Fox News. That was, it was okay. Christian Convert vanishes after release. I can't imagine why, can uh, you? He made a quick beeline. They'll find his head soon. Oh, come on. Or his head. And I, they just want to show him a slice of life on the Muslim side. An Afghan man who would face the death penalty for converting from Islam to Christianity quickly vanished today after he was released. After he was released from prison, apparently out of fear for his life, with Muslim clerics still demanding his death. They're hot on his toil. Italy's foreign minister, Gianfranco Fini, said he would ask his government to grant Abdul Rahman asylum. Fini was among the first to speak out on the man's behalf. He can hide in the Colosseum where he'll be safe. Or maybe at Louis in the Bronx. I'm sure they must have a Luigi's in uh, Italy somewhere. Luigi. Remember Life of Luigi with J. Carol Nash? No, you don't. No. I bet you uh, Chicken Egg does. Rothman 41 was there. By the way, I, I did uh, fax that thing to Deb. I sure hope she got that sheet, you know, that talent sheet. Mm-hmm. I want some confirmation on that. I don't want to be hearing in a week, oh, well, it never went through. I know it went through, but that don't mean she got it, okay? All right. We'll uh, look Double check it, it, triple check it. Quite, I don't want no excuses come April 25. I don't want to get a check for like about 16 cents. Because that's about what it'll be, based on the way things are going with that sales department. Oh, my gosh. $6,000. That's the way it's going, Troy. It just cost me $6,000. Idiot. Rockman, 41, was released from the high-security Polacharsky prison on the outskirts of Kabul late yesterday. Afghan Justice Minister Mohammed Sanwar Danish told the Associated Press. Danish. Wow. Oh, man. You'd have thought he'd have changed his name after those cartoons. That's right. But, uh, all that business. 
We released him last night because the prosecutors told us to. We said his family was there when he was freed. I don't know where he was taken. Somewhere where he'll be safe. Far away. Deputy Attorney General Mohammed Ishak Aloko said, is there anybody over there not named Mohammed? Anybody? No. Said prosecutors had issued a letter calling for Rahman's release because he was mentally unfit to stand trial. He also said he didn't know where Rahman had gone after being released, but they'd sure like to find him for a little chat. He said Rahman may be sent overseas for medical treatment. On Monday, hundreds of clerics, students, and others chanting, Death to Christians! marched through the northern Afghan city of Mazar-e-Sharif to protest the court decision Sunday to dismiss the case. Several Muslim clerics threatened to incite Afghans to kill Rahman if he's freed, saying that he is clearly guilty of apostasy and deserves to die. Several Muslim clerics, keep that in mind. Abdul Rahman must be killed. Islam demands it, said senior cleric Faiz Mohammed. There's another one from the nearby northern city of Kunduz. The Christian foreigners occupying Afghanistan are attacking our religion. Oh, it's the religionists again. They're all killing each other. How unusual. How unique. Rahman was arrested last month after police discovered him with a Bible, a Christian Bible, no less during custody dispute over his two daughters. It was put on trial last week for converting 16 years ago. I thought it was 14 years ago. Well, a long time ago. While he was a medical aid worker for an international Christian group helping Afghan refugees in Pakistan. That'll teach you goyim, stay the hell out of there, for Christ's sakes. He faced the death penalty under Afghanistan's Islamic laws. The case set off an outcry in the U.S. and other nations that helped oust the hardline Taliban in late 2001 and provided military support for Afghan President Karzai, who's probably still on the board of UNICAL. President Bush and others had insisted Afghanistan protect personal beliefs. U.N. spokesman Adrian Edwards said Rahman had asked for asylum outside Afghanistan. Feeney, the Italian foreign minister, who is also deputy premier, will seek permission to grant Rahman asylum at a cabinet meeting tomorrow. Feeney had earlier expressed Italy's indignation over the case. Even the Pope appealed to Karzai to protect the Rahman. Right? Protect the right. Rahman, baby. That's where it's at. The you Rahman. They didn't respond to the Pope's you know, request? No, as usual, no. Nobody pays any attention. Huh. Silly old man with a dress. Would you pay attention to a silly old man with a dress with a hat like that? Well, You'd laugh your ass off. Yeah, I'd pay a lot of attention, though. You sure as hell wouldn't kiss his ring, I'll guarantee you that. Not unless you want to catch something. 1,046 votes. Boy, this is amazing, isn't it? It's not like we had the... Well, we had a pretty good start, because I put it on around 6 last night, but not, not a humongous start. This is very impressive, if you ask me. Almost makes you want to think that we got somebody out there. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Oh, God, if we could only turn back the hands of time. What all-time athlete do you dislike the most? O.J. 360. They want to get your ass, O.J. Donner and Kendall. They want to put you on a roof and give you an airplane spin. Barry Bonds, 158. I hate sports, 62. I hate this pool, 53. Mike Tyson, 49. Kobe Bryant, 49. Same guy. Terrell Owens, 43. Pete Rose, 36. John Rocker, 28. We don't hear about him no more. Is he even pitching a minor league ball, do we know, Josh? No, I don't. he's done. He's done. In fact, maybe he's just going round and round on the subway with all those infected Haitians. Jose Canseco, 28. Tanya Harding, 23. Brian Cox, 19. Kurt Busch, 17. Chris Bush don't have any. Kurt Schilling, 15. Ron Artest, 13. Roger Clemens, a dozen. Mark McGuire, a dirty dozen. Kurt Warner, 11. Once. Todd Bertuzzi, 8. Whack him again, Todd. Real hard. Right there on the side of the head. <coughs> Keyshawn Johnson, 8. Peyton Manning, 7. Ray Lewis, 6. Oh, that Peyton Manning, she's really something. Ricky Williams, 5. A.J. Przinski, 4. Who is it again? I don't, I don't want to know. Wayne Gretzky, four. Tiger Woods, three. Phil Mickelson, three. See, the golfers, they can only get three. Raphael Palmero, Palmero three. Lied. Leighton Hewitt's got a pair now. Mm. Michael Irvin, two. And Ty Dummy's got two. How about those Panthers? Oh! Any interest? No. A little teeny tiny bit, no. They done it again. They're only joking. Oh, here's next week's schedule. Let's take a look. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. This is this week's schedule. Redone. Re-figured. Uh, 
reconfigured. Now, what, what is that all about? Oh, Thursday. Oh, there is a God. There is only... Damn God! Oh, hallelujah. No Joe Zagaki. They're saving Joe Zagaki for Saturday when everybody's busy out doing something, right? Okay. I wonder why that happened. Because Thursday, we got the big... Uh, Rock solid. Oh! From 2 to 4 and Mad Dog, 4 to 7. But that's right. 2 to 4 was going to be Joe. And then Friday, we got the big... Oh! Oh, thank the Lord. If Joe Z was on, I might have to, like, injure myself real badly. Wouldn't you think? Uh-huh. And pale myself on a sharp object. Or maybe just do it to O.J. They want your ass, O.J., okay? In fact, wouldn't it be great to, like, watch him get lynched right in the middle of the town square if we had a town square? Maybe at the Coral Square Mall would be good. Just haul his up to, uh, ass up to Coral Springs. Or maybe take him out to Davie. They'd sure like to do him in in Davie, wouldn't they, on Davie Road Extension? Ooh. Ooh yeah. Yes. Right where the armadillo used to be. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh. Everybody gets a, a free shot at him. And I mean, Davy, free shot means like that. Maybe even Dick Cheney could come by and participate in that party. They hate your ass, O.J. They want you Dade. D-E-A-D, Dade. Scarlett Johansson tops a lovely list of the 100 sexiest women. Now, see, this is right on the heels, and we never even put her on there on our poll the other day. How, that's your, you guys bad. I thought she was. Get out of here. Are you crazy? Yes, I am, but I thought well, she was. Well, I got the poll right here. Let me take a puke at it. I think I do. I got the one from five years ago. Maybe I don't have that poll no more. Well, see, you can tell me whatever you want. Just make it up. Mm-hmm. You're famous for that anyway. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Not me. I don't do such crap. I, I don't know what I... I'm, I'm, she, she wasn't on there, was she, Josh? I think she was, yeah. Get out of here. Scarlett freaking... I think Ingemar Johansson was on there. I think Scarlett Johansson was on our poll. Well, I'll tell you what. I, see, if she was on the first one... She would have been on the second one. She was not on the first she one. She was not on the first one. Well, did you guys add her on? I don't the recall that. Brand new person. Yeah, she, right? she wasn't really around the first time. And I understand that, but I'm just saying, uh, I don't recall anybody adding her on there. It's possible that we missed her, and, and well, it's anyway, a hell of an oversight. A very I, bad oversight. We might have to do that over again. Right. We should, and I want to apologize personally to her and make it up to her. Yeah, I bet you do. She wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole. I know, but... Scarlett Johansson tops a lovely list of the 100 sexiest women in the world in the polar readers by FHM Magazine. FHM, I wonder what that stands for. One of the best things for a woman to hear is that she's sexy, the 21-year-old actress, star of Matchpoint and Lost in Translation said. I'd like to th thank FHM's readers for the huge compliment. They are huge. And here's a nice picture of Scarlett right there at the Golden Globes. Angelina Jolie was number two, followed by, oh, wait till you hear this. Jessica Alba and Jessica Simpson, who were one and uh -huh. two in that order on our list. That's right. Kira Knightley, she was never on our list. Halle Berry's. Jenny McCarthy, she was not on our list. Maria Sharapova was not on our list. Carmen Electra and Terry Hatcher, none of them were on our list. No. And big deal. Right. Carmen Electra, my ass. Johansson ranked ninth on last year's list. Jolie was number one. Well, she's dropped down a couple of ounces now because now she's tainted goods. Just yeah. like Brittany dropped way yeah. down. Boy, she, she's... Taint no good. Oh, <laughs> oh man. She has just, nobody wants it. Well, I, I think they might, you know, get close enough for like a little sniff, but that's about it. A long-distance sniff. It's remarkable how Scarlett Johansson has caught the attention of our readers, said Scott Grambling, the magazine's U.S. editor-in-chief. Her sultry voice and striking beauty certainly have a lot to do with that, but she does have, but so does the confidence she exudes. She's exuding it and extruding it. She seems to be one of those women who would be equally at ease on the red carpet as she would be just hanging out with the guys. The magazine's May issue goes on sale April 4. Better save that so when we redo that in a few days. Okay. <laughs> what? No, well, I mean, the fact idea. you guys left her off of there, that, that, don't blame me for that. That's not my area of expertise. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'll take fact, your portion. I'm, I'm, huh? I'll take your portion. No, I was just on the USTA website. I was checking out this 19-year-old uh, harness driver. Now, what's his name? 
Brandon Givens on the Delaware circuit at Dover Downs in the Harrington. Brandon has given it. Boy, make you make some people a big fan, I'll tell you that. Oh, Doug Thompson's got a good comedy. We've got time for that. We've got an hour and uh, 39, 49 minutes. And during that hour and 49 minutes, I'm not going to do more than an hour and a half on the sales department. I know the audience is tired of hearing about that. You're right. I'm not, I'll never mention it again until tomorrow. <laughs> right. They just, they just are, you know, no matter how much you try to ignore it, and it doesn't cost any of us a dime. Oh, well, you know, it's just the, it's just the idea that it's, it's tragic. It's a tragedy. You work your ass off to try to, like, do something, a little, a little something, something. And these people back there, they're excuse makers, man. They're glorified odor, odor, odor takers. How's Gary Sarner doing, by the way? Is he still alive? How's he doing what? I, him and Ariel Sharon, I haven't heard a thing about either one of them lately. And I see a lot of similarities, too. Twelve minutes past 11 at QM, we got the Marlins on deck. Marlins and the Mets, 105. Man, a lot of interest on our part. This is Neil Rogers. We are fired up about it, big time. This is 560 QAM. Good. Watched Connie Chung on the news Heard some things that I hoped were not true Closed the door and locked it real tight Made sure my pets were in for the night Didn't really know what else I could do Even broke out the heart's flea shampoo Now I'm hoping little fluffy pulls through Think my cat has the avian flu. Eleven seventeen at five sixty WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. We should put Randy Johnson on the poll. You know what? Okay. Don't you think so, Josh? I guess. Got a story well, from New York Daily News today New about York uh, last year. his secret love child. Didn't see the story about his secret love child. I did not. Oh well, we got that. It's coming. I guess it ain't a secret anymore. Randy Johnson. No, it ain't. Well, she's how old is she? She's uh, sixteen. So it's an old story, but it's just uh, just making breaking news. Breaking news. How's Angela Ray doing? She's still an idiot. Yeah. See, it's one of those rhetorical questions. It's like our sales department. Are they still incompetent? Yeah. New sales guy still got that southern drawl? Yeah. <laughs> he looked me right in the eye. He looked me right in the eye and said, "Yeah, well, guess what? He gave you a pile of crap." Okay, Chris. He'll, he'll, he'll you know, he'll start to recognize the smell. You know, the, the various crap and where it's coming from. You know what I'm saying? What he said? Oh. Doug Thompson writes the continued madness of King George. This is Capitol Hill Blue, your very favorite website. Mm-hmm. Sure turned you around on that. With all the public fear over his use of the National Security Agency to spy on Americans and the near mutiny in the Republican Party over his high-handed approach to the presidency, you think George W. Bush might have learned a thing or two about the dangers of arrogance. Now, not our despot-in-chief, King W. When he signed the extension of the USA Patriot Act into law, he added his own addendum to the law that says he doesn't have to tell Congress a damn thing about what he and his stormtroopers are up to when it comes to abusing the expanded police powers included in the bill. 
After the public ceremony, Bush issued a signing statement that reiterated, in effect, Bush's belief that the Constitution is just a GD piece of paper, and he doesn't feel constrained by law or obligated by provisions of the Act that require he inform Congress in a timely manner on just what the FBI and other parts of his American Gestapo are up to when it comes to snooping into the private lives of Americans. The executive branch shall construe the provisions that call for furnishing information to entities outside the executive branch in a matter consistent with the president's constitutional authority to supervise the unitary executive branch and to withhold information from Congress and, of course, the public, Bush said. Bush says he'll withhold information if he and only he decides disclosure would impair foreign relations, national security, the deliberative process of the executive, or the performance of the executive's constitutional duties. The president's latest display of I am above the law arrogance might have gone unnoticed because most of the media concentrated on the public pomp and circumcise that ignored the real story. Charlie Savage of the Boston Globe was one of the few who reported on the signing statement. Yet Savage's story fell off the media landscape with a resounding thud as the rest of the mainstreamers apparently kowtowed by Bush's threats to haul reporters and editors in front of grand juries if they dare write about his abuse of the Constitution and the use of U.S. spy agencies to snoop on Americans stuck with reporting on the president's latest roadshow to sell the failed Iraq war. Frankly, I'm surprised, said political scientist George Harley, who worked in the Nixon and Reagan White Houses. I thought the story would have legs and get much more, much more attention. After all the debate in Congress over the need for the president to keep them in the loop, he simply signs away one of the key provisions of the revised act. The revised USA Patriot Act emerged from Congress with a number of oversight provisions requiring the president to report to the Hill on a strict timetable. One of those provisions said the White House had to tell Congress just how the FBI used the expanded wiretap and surveillance powers granted under the act. Some in Congress, like Senator Patrick Leahy, are pissed off as hell at the president's claim that he's above the law. The president's signing statements are not the law, and Congress should not allow them to be the last word, Leahy said in a statement issued by his orifice. The president's constitutional duty is to faithfully execute the laws as written by the Congress, not to cherry-pick the laws he decides he wants to follow. It is our duty to ensure, by means of congressional oversight, that he does so. Constitutional law professors say Bush could be bluffing, but history shows that Bush bluffs first and then goes ahead and does what he wants if nobody calls the bluff. David Golov, a New York University law professor and expert on presidential power issues, told the Boston Globe that Bush's actions display a mind-bogglingly expansive conception of his power and the White House's blatant disregard for the role of Congress. On the one hand, they deny that Congress even has the authority to pass laws on these subjects, like torture and eavesdropping. In addition to that, they say Congress is not even entitled to get information about anything to do with the war on terrorism, Golov said. Bush's actions are just another example of a madman who appears determined to destroy the Constitution and a country called America. Unfortunately, this madman will continue to wreak havoc until somebody puts a stop to his insanity, says Doug Thompson. Stop the insanity. Isn't that what What's-Her-Name said? Susan Trying Powder. Connor? Who was it? Susan Powder. Oh, Susan Powder. I forgot all about that bitch. Oh, yeah. You'll be stop having to know ins- she's got dreadlocks now and a uh, big old tattoo on her chest. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. Holy moly. Look at that phone, man. I, th- I thought we'd intersperse here a little bit. We only got an hour and a half to go, but I guess we won't. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless lines. Marlins on deck at twelve fifty. Don't forget Mad Dog after the ball game, and we'd like to forget seven to ten o'clock tonight. Lenny Martez. Does that tell you everything you need to know? Lenny Martez seven to ten while some people are still awake, and then Curtis Ferretti K at Goldfinger's ten o'clock tonight. Unbelievable. Look at these phones. Wow. I, you know something? I think to save some money for the company, might as well take the phone out. Oh, please. <laughs> I mean, no, that would be wrong somehow. Oh, that would please you. Yeah, you want to do that before the summer schedule starts? What are you going to do? No, you going to start reading every day? Play some music. Oh, oh yeah. Right You're going to have music ears. Oh, yeah. yeah the music is mine. WQAM it is. QAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. A couple for the poll. Maybe I didn't hear them. Uh, Brian Bosworth. 
Uh, old news, okay. Too old, and okay. How about that juiced-up uh, psycho Bill Romanowski kept spitting in all the other players' faces a couple nah, of years nobody ago. cares about him either. What about speaking of spitting in faces, what about Charles Barkley, uh, Josh? Okay, but we're not putting Bill Romanowski on the poll, but we're putting Charles Barkley. We can put them both on the poll. I didn't say we're not. Okay. Boy, you are really testy today just because Barry Bonds is getting his ass whooped on this poll with 165 votes. He's not even close to O.J., and I'm sure he doesn't want to be either, although they're both California kind of guys now. I mean, O.J. don't want to be known as a Buffalo guy, I'm sure. He's doing too many drugs in Buffalo. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing today? Okay. Hey, two to four, Geldy and Roxy. <laughs> Squeak your way through the afternoon. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hola. WQAM, hello. See, now that killed six birds with one stone right there. See, just you wait and you wait for the appropriate moment, and then you bash it, smash it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? By, by the way, that, that guy dancing in the street is, is named Dahani. Oh, Dahani. That's how, yeah, I don't know. I, would I wouldn't call him Hani, I'll tell you that. I heard the B say it this morning. He was Dahani? Talking about it. Dahani, yeah. That's oh, the God. There, there's a guy There's a guy in the draft. His name is DeBrickishaw, and he actually has a yeah, I know that. in the process. Right, I know anyway, DeBrickishaw. How come you can't play the uh, the? Uh, maybe he was the maybe he was the hunting in the street. Yeah, he was the hunting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how come you guys have a sponsor now that? Don't start with our sponsors, okay? We only got about four of them left. Don't be starting with our sponsors, okay? Jesus, God, get out of here! This guy's probably uh, working right across the street. Probably a counter spy. Probably working at the counter over there at Chuck's. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You know something? I don't hear anything about across the street anymore. Do you? <laughs> anymore? Well, I mean, like about the, you know, Greg Kotex tried goosing him up with that phony, that bogus pull in the Herald, you know, yeah. that we took good care of. I wouldn't have noticed that if not for you. By the way, did uh, Deb get my uh, facts? I hadn't checked yet. Uh, don't, don't wait, because we're going to be out of here before you can say Ishka Bibble, man. We're going to be right. gone. I'll, I'll be out that door like a shot. I won't dawdle. I'll waddle over there. Yeah, there. don't Check chuck dawdle. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, are you there? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure I'm here. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about putting uh, Mike Schmidt? Ah, old news, small potatoes, Mike Schmidt. Only the Philly fans hated him. Nobody nobody cares about that. Right, Josh? Why did the Philly fans hate him? He was awesome. They hit everybody because he struck out a few times. Who, who the hell knows? He made a couple of errors at third base. I don't know. Philly fans are brutal, man. The worst, the absolute worst. That's why they call it Philadelphia. It is, they're just brutal. They never met an athlete, no matter how good he performs. All he's got to do is look at them cross-eyed. We hate him. Man. In fact, they make South Florida look really good. That'd be a good contest. Sarasota, uh, South Florida, and Philly. Which area's got the greatest hate? 26 past 11 at QM. Beach Ford has gone nuts. It's madness in March all this month at Beach Ford. And, of course, the month is almost over, so get your ass in there. They just missed breaking their all-time record in February, so they're going to break this record this month. And right now, extended cab Ford F-150 is as low as $249 a month with just $995 down plus fees with approved credit and a 39-month lease. Madness in March at Beach Ford means you've got to be mad not to take advantage of rebates and discounts of up to ten grand on all new and used vehicles. If you're not in the market for a new car but know somebody who is, send them into Beach Ford because if they take delivery this month, Beach Ford will send you 200 bucks, and that money comes from their advertising budget. They will absolutely not tack it onto your friend's price and piss him off. 
or her or it. Don't miss out on this once a year event. It's Beat Ford Madness in March going on right now. Extended cab Ford F-150 is as low as just two forty nine a month. Discounts and rebates of up to $10,000 and $200 in cash just for referring a friend. Hurry on in. Beat Ford is located two miles east of the Golden Glades on 163rd Street and West Dixie Highway. It's guaranteed you'll love your Beach Ford experience. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Beware of exploding balls. Hi, this is OJ. Since I've been released from jail, I like to keep track of my bitches. So I recommend to you new OJ Simpson's Bitch Jack for Women. Believe me, brothers, you won't get jacked with Bitch Jack. Just attach a small homing device to your bitch's leg, and you can track her all around town. And just in case she's eating, she'll get a beating. You see, when your woman be messing around, new bitch jack for women lets out an inaudible beeping sound that only you can hear. And once they catch her, she's all yours. Excuse me, Mr. Simpson. We tracked down your old lady with a white man. What shall we do with her? Why, thank you, officer. I'll handle this. You bitch. Don't you know I'm tracking you with bitch, Jack? I'm going to cut your throat, you bitch. I'm going to... So remember, your hoes won't get very far with O.J. Simpson's new bitch, Jack, for women. Hey, just because O.J.'s free don't mean your bitches got to be free, too. Bitch, They love you, O.J., man. They uh, just they got a special place in their heart for you. Special place in hell. Uh... I'm just reaching back to get the rest of the story here. Wait till you hear this. All right. You ready? Well, you already teased it. What? If it's what I think you're going to say. No, not about Casper Weinberg. Oh, no? He's dead. Something else? Okay. Nah, who cares about him? 88's old enough. He was the uh, Secretary of State. He's dead. Long time ago. Woman gets a $100 ticket for a bumper sticker that I can't say, but I can spell it on the air, okay? B-U-S-H-I-T. Denise Greer is a nurse at Emory University. I can't say it, can I? No. Oh. Denise Greer is a nurse at Emory University Hospital in Georgia. On March 10th, she was driving home from dinner when a DeKalb County police officer pulled her over. At least initially, I was just surprised because I hadn't done anything wrong, she said. When he approached the car, he had his hand on his weapon, and I was in my nurse's uniform with a stethoscope around my neck. Sounds like something from Crash. Mm-hmm. He asked for my license and then said, any idea why I stopped you? I said, no. You have a lewd decal on your car, he said. Greer said she immediately thought that one of her kids had put something nasty on her bumper as a joke. Then he mentioned the bush sticker. She said the one that says, I'm tired of all the B-U-S-H-I-T. The story first reported by Joe Johnson of the Athens Banner Herald, it says. Remember Joe Johnson? I was talking about him just the other day. Yes. Greer says she told the officer it wasn't lewd and that it was clearly a political statement. When he insisted it was lewd, she said, I'm not going to discuss this any further. Just give me the ticket, which he did. Under offense, it said lewd decals. The ticket's for 100 bucks. Greer has no intention of paying it. I'm so appalled at the officer's attempt to squash my freedom of speech, he told the Banner Herald. Elaborating to the progressive, Greer says, people are wrong to view this in a partisan way. I'm not just, it's not just a Democrat-Republican issue, she says. Y'all need to get beyond that. It's my right to speak in yours. Y'all need to get beyond that, she said. Y'all. Yeah. Jerry Weber, the legal director of the ACLU of Georgia, is representing Greer. The indicators are that the officer didn't like her views of President Bush, and that was the motivating factor, he says. Weber says the ticketing was clearly illegal and totally unacceptable. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. He says the Georgia Supreme Court struck down the lewd bumper sticker statute way back in 1991 in a case involving a defendant who had a Schmidt-Happens bumper sticker. This shouldn't keep happening 15 years later, he says. 
After the criminal case is over, Weber says he and Greer may file a civil rights claim. Good. Sue their ass. Billions of dollars, okay? Bring that jackass down. The DeKalb County Police Department wouldn't discuss the facts of the case. We won't, don't comment other officers' tickets, said Officer Herschel Grangent, who handles media affairs. The officer is making this decision on the street. It's going through legal channels now. By the way, this isn't the first time someone in Greer's family has gotten in trouble over a bumper sticker. Last year, a 20-year-old son was pulled over in Athens, Georgia, for having a bumper sticker that said, Oh, no, I can't read that. Don't do it. Sign it out with sign Well, I'll, I'll try to do the best I can. All right. Bush sucks, period, Cheney, too. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to have one That's of those? good. It is good. That's and it's really sad I can't read it. I mean, it's a news story. I still can't read it because I don't want to get joist. She says the police officer told her son, if you don't remove the bumper sticker, I'm taking you to jail. So he removed it. He thought it was kind of funny, she says, though she told him she'd rather him go to jail than take her bumper sticker off. Greer has a court date of April 18. How do you like that? That, that? That's a good one. And a little more. See, we never gave the update on the good things that are happening in Iraq because we're under so much stress because we got that Marlin game. God, don't you just hate when we got to get out of here early? I gotta cry rush. and cry. Got to rush and, like, dart through this thing like a bat out of hell. We only got an hour and a quarter to go, for Christ's sakes. Well, here's some more of the good news from Iraq, some of the good stuff that Rumsfeld says the media never wants to tell you it's happening. At least 35 abducted in Baghdad in just two days. Kidnappers have snatched at least 35 people in a string of abductions across Baghdad the past two days. They occurred at two electronic stores, a currency exchange, and trading company as violence raged over the past 24 hours. Things are going just hunky-dory. Oh, we're fine. As Bob Schieffer would say. Okie-dokie. You know, since that day I turned him off, I don't know how long it's been, a year and a half, something like that, I've never turned it back on, not once. And you want to know why? Why? Because I know he's still there. I and if they, do, if they do the unmentionable thing and actually go ahead and put Katie Couric on there, I wouldn't even watch that once. Yeah. Katie Couric, my ass. That, what does that tell you about the, the networks, okay, that they think she's the answer to their problems? John Roberts would have been just fine. There's not a damn thing wrong with that. Now he's sitting there on CNN with that bubblehead in the morning, that imbecile, Soledad. Traveling in 10 vehicles, masked gunmen dressed like Iraqi police commandos kidnapped 10 employees working at a Daewoo International Electronics Store in eastern Baghdad. Daewoo. We've seen that. Mm -hmm. Men in police commando uniforms target another Daewoo store in central Baghdad, abducted the store owner and two workers. So, in other words, you go out of your house in the morning, and if you make it to work alive, uh, you're not really sure whether you're going to be alive by the end of the day or get kidnapped or all of these things. Robbers in military-style uniforms kidnapped six people from a currency company in western Baghdad, also took several thousand dollars while they were at it. How do you like that? Took mm -hmm. $7,000. Several thousand. What are you going to do about it? You fairy. Right. Rafid Salim Saleh, a worker with the Saeed Import and Export Company who avoided capture, told the ANP the trading firm in Iraq more than 30 years. About 30, man. And was involved in electricity projects south of Baghdad. He said motive for the abductions wasn't known. The company has no political or terrorist ties, he told AP. We don't even keep a gun. Also Monday, gunmen shot and killed a pharmacist as he left work in Baghdad's Amria neighborhood, and an intelligence officer was shot and killed yesterday in southwestern Baghdad. Last night, Iraqi police found four bodies, three men and a woman in western Baghdad. All had been shot in the head and left inside of a car. Fourteen bodies also were discovered on a highway in western Baghdad, an Iraqi interior ministry official said all were shot in the head and dade. And a rocket slammed into a house yesterday, last night, north of Baghdad, near Balad Ruz, and wounded six people, including two little children. Four people were wounded, including three police, when a roadside bomb hit a police patrol Tuesday in northern Iraq city of Kirkuk. And a civilian was injured when a vehicle filled with explosives detonated in northwestern Baghdad. Other than that, everything is A-OK, -okay, baby. It is A-OK. -okay. It's going good. What's not to like, right? Right. All you complainers out there, you whiners, you communistas, man. Get behind a president, way behind him. 
Here's what's on the poll. 1,146 votes. What is going on, man? That's what Marvin Gaye wanted to know, and look what happened to him. I still think that uh, Ben Harper and what's-her-name, Joan Osborne, ought to do an album, all the Motown greats. Wouldn't that be good? I agree. And, and they could do, like, the Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell stuff, you know? Absolutely. Don't you think? What did you say? Absolutely. That's what I meant to say. No, I'm serious. So they're both great. I, I just... See, like you said, I you, know, you can send me those two Ben Harper CDs, yeah. which I appreciate, but they suck. I mean, his, his music is garbage. He can't write, but he sure can't sing. He can't sing. write. He sure can sing. And, right. of course, she, I don't know about her writing, but she can belt out 45 pounds oh, We love her. You know, she did the God is One of Us song, which we liked and played. Right. What if God so, does smoke cannabis? That's right. What all-time athlete you dislike the most? And I dislike people say athlete. Oh, God, do I hate that. What's another word like that that people uh, mispronounce? Oh, well, I, I said Danny is in st instead of Dahani, so what do I know? Yeah. Huh? Remember that song by Bobby Goldsborough, Honey? Oh, Honey, I Miss You. Remember that? Yes. And DeHansing in the Street. O.J. Simpson, 391. Barry Bonds, 169. I hate the sports, 67. Oh, it's Bobby Goldsborough. Music to blow your brains out by. The most morbid music ever written in See history. The tree, how big it's oh, oh, God. Bobby Goldsborough. He just makes you want to... Okay, that's enough, Bobby. Mike Tyson, 57. I hate this pull, 55. Kobe Bryant, 53. Terrell Owens, 48. Oh, Jerry Jones, man. You talk about water seeking its own level. Perfect match. Pete Rose, 41. Joel John Rocker, 34. He's probably an old cocker, old John Rocker. Jose Canseco, 33. I'm surprised he ain't doing a lot better. Not only did he lie and then write that book and say, oh, I didn't mean it, but, uh, you know, the fact that he and his brother are always, always in big trouble. Tanya Harding, 25. Brian Cox, 21. How soon they forget. Kurt Busch, 18. Kurt Schilling, 18. Don't be Kurt with me. Roger Clemens, 13. Ron Artest, 13. Mark McGuire, unlucky, 13. Kurt Warner, 12. Keyshawn Johnson, uh, 10. <coughs> Todd Bertuzzi, 8. Sandy Payton Manning, she's got 7. Ray Lewis, 6. Tiger Woods, 5. Uh, Michael Irvin, 5. Ricky Williams, 5. A.J. Przinsky, 4. And who the hell knows who that is? Wayne Gretzky, Needle knows 4. Leighton Hewitt's got 3. Leave poor Leighton alone. He used to look real good. Not so much no more. Phil Mickelson, 3. Raphael Palmero, 3. Ty Domi, 2. Old Ty Dummy, number 28. Not so great. Randy Johnson's got one. 16-year-old illegitimate. Did I ever do that story? Oh, here I got it. It's coming. Uh, Charles Barkley and Bill Romanowski, between the two of them, that we had a big debate over whether we should. They both got the big. Oh! So far. Not doing it. This is Neil Rogers. Hour and nine minutes before the pregame. Not that we're counting, you understand. Marlins in the Mets. Big one. Meridians, dumb as dirt. She's beautiful. Oh, he's on fire right now. She's a smoking little pistol, isn't she? Really, though, we're just like any other couple. They're the latest hot couple in Hollywood times. Even better than the Dewey and the Ashton surprise. Brad said we're just friends till he got between her flies. And now she's with child and her name's Angelina Jolie. Their sex at that hotel really caused quite a fervor. She was screaming so loud that the staff overheard her. They called the police and they all did agree. You'd best bring a muscle if you bang Angelina Jolie. Oh, Jen would 
him, she's been out badly for him. That horny Tomb Raider's been worldwide a horn Oh, Brad doesn't mind the baby, looks a bit Chinese. It's like joining the UN, moving in with Angelina Jolie. Where were the kids? I sold them to the lady across the street. She always said how much she liked them. Well, we have buffalo the kids. When are you going to find time to ignore your kids? Our kids are really attractive. Are you ready, kids? Yeah! Yeah, what if they're going to have crater face like Daddy? I hope they wear a lot of makeup. 1148. See, that's, that's proof right there that not everything in life is as it appears to be, you know? Right. Which we already know that, especially here. That like a close-up. Randy Bean's Ma of Love Child. Yanks, uh, yeah, Yankee ace suing ex-gal pal over payments for girls 16. This is in the New York Daily News. Randy Johnson, uh, did we put him on there or not? Yeah, we put him on there. And he's got uh, one vote. Probably her. Probably the daughter. Randy Johnson has a secret love child. Well, if it's good enough for Jesse Jackson, why ain't it good enough for Randy, huh? And the Yankee superstar is playing hardball with the girl's mom, was revealed yesterday. The flamethrowing lefty who makes $16 million a year is suing ex-girlfriend Laura Roselle for less than hundred grand in child care payments for their daughter, Heather, now 16, according to corporate papers revealed by the Smoking Gun website. Oh, really, Roberta Roselle? Laura's, Laurel's mother told the Detroit News yesterday with total lawsuit. That sounds like Randy. In fact, the, the original headline on this story was, uh, Big Unit has a small unit. Really? Yes. That's cute. The striking, tall, athletic-looking teen refused to talk when she came to the door of her family's home overlooking a picturesque bay in Washington State. The big unit yesterday admitted fathering the child during an affair when he was a lanky rookie with a nasty fastball and a bright future. But Johnson insisted he's always tried to do right by the girl despite his money dispute with her mama. I do acknowledge I have a daughter from a previous relationship, which ended years before my marriage, Johnson 42 said in a statement. I fully financially supported her and have made every effort to protect her privacy. Laura Roselle, 46, was working at the Lawrence Livermore National Lab in Northern California when she started going out with Johnson, a California native, in late 88. She broke up with a future superstar midway through her pregnancy and called the daughter his dark little secret in an interview with the smoking gun. His little dark secret. Well, I wonder what that means. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is that a play on words? Or we don't have no picture. No. Nope. Roselle said Johnson only saw the girl once, soon after her birth, and said that he never made any effort to be involved in her life. Nope, nothing ever, she told the web. Someone asked about Johnson's relationship to the girl. Court papers reveal that Johnson first agreed in 97 to pay five grand a month in child support for Heather Roselle, plus another 750 bucks in monthly daycare expenses. Laura Roselle claimed things turned sour last year when she asked the All-Star to buy Heather a car and foot the bill for community college classes. He fired back with the legal equivalent of a high, hard fastball, demanding that she return about 71 grand in daycare payments, plus 26 grand in interest because the teen was too old to be in daycare, legal papers show. Yeah, I don't think when you're 16 you go to daycare, do you? No. <laughs> My daughter is 16, hasn't been in daycare for at least five years, Johnson said in a legal affidavit filed February 3rd. Roselle should not have received a windfall for expenses that she didn't incur. You go, unit. Johnson, known for intimidating opposing hitters with his icy stare and 100-mile-an-hour fastball, became a born-again Christian in 1992 after the death of his father. He married his wife, Lisa, soon afterward. The couple's got four children. The sometimes ornery six foot ten hurler got off to a bad start with the New York media last year when he grappled with a photographer and a TV cameraman after signing with the Bombers. Observers were befuddled that Johnson would file a lawsuit over what amounts to chump change for the millionaire, all while risking unwanted publicity on an intensely private matter. He had an uneven season last year, but is the ace of the bomber staff penciled in the start opening day. Well, if he's the ace of their staff, maybe they'll have a bad year. We can only hope and pray. Oh, God. The Yankees. Oh, man. Oh, Larry Bird. Okay, let's get him on there right away. Got him on there yet? He's on there. 
Fax says not only is Larry Bird an illiterate racist, but he's also a deadbeat dad. He needs to be on today's poll. Also, even if he wasn't illiterate or wasn't a racist, white guys who play basketball are like black Republicans, gay Republicans, female Republicans, Jewish Republicans, etc. Complete idiot jackballs who should be taken out and shot. Wow. There's no need for them on this earth. Well, what about the, uh, the uh, Chinese guy from Houston? What's his name? Yao Ming? Yang, uh, what is Yao. it? Yao. Yao. Yao, come back. So, yeah, Larry Bird, I hate him. I want to smash his face. And it says, I feel better not have a great effing day. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Get it out of your, off your oh, chest. Wow, right. That's the idea with these polls, baby. Get it out of your system. Turn it loose. Like what's your name used to say? Sammy Smith. She's dead now. On that song, Help Me Make It Through the Night. Turn it loose. It's that country loosh. thing, you know? Turn it loose and, uh, oh, God. Jerry Witzner, he's been dead a long time, you know what? So many dead radio people in so little time. We got almost 1,200 votes. Can you believe it? 1185. That is sensational. Larry Bird just went on there. He and Charles Barkley don't have any yet. Oh, there she is, Sammy Smith. She's still puking out the hits. Help me. Take the ribbon from my hair. Make it through the Witzner show. Hi, Jared's Chubby checking in. Shake it loose. Now, did you ever hear that show? Did you ever hear Jerry Witchner? No, I never had. I remember the W Snooze days. That's before your time. Oh, sorry, I didn't listen to talk radio in those days or in these Mm, days. Good choice. Me either. Help me make it. Oh boy, that was something. He had like a one book. He had a thirty-three share. Jerry Witchner. What does that tell you about the old farts? Five six seven oh five sixty. We're under a lot of pressure here, man. We got less than an hour before that pregame. Fifty-seven minutes, but who's counting, right? But we can right. squeeze in a few of these very important calls. Although I don't want to put any more names on this list. We got almost 1,200 uh, votes already. That indicates to me we got more than enough uh, idiots on there for you to hate. We don't need any more uh, hate targets, right? God, I, I got one though for you. Yeah. No, I, I'm serious. Uh, Jim Brown, wife beating, girlfriend beating, even as maybe with the greatest football player that ever lived, is certainly one of the top ten. Jim Brown, Cleveland Browns, before mm-hmm. Josh's time. You sure know Jim Brown though, right? Movies. Yeah. Well, what was the movies he was in? All them disaster movies with O.J. like, or right. not Earthquake, but uh, what was he in? I don't know. He did a bunch. But those, right? Right. Bad. Bad actor and bad uh, bad with the women, man. Had a few uh, women problems. Jim Brown. Get him on there. Great. Great football. Maybe my favorite football player of all time. Those were the days, man. Those were the days. Next to Tom Brady, of course. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Going once. Going twice. You're gone. WQAM. Hello. Web-based tool is available. 24 yeah, we got your uh, tool right over here. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Here's our How's cluster it? of calls for this hour. Yes. How's it going? Okay. Can I pull one on the poll? No. Okay, that's our cluster of calls for this hour. That's my new format. Tom oh, yeah? no, I'm serious. I, you know, I'll give it a shot now well, and see if there's anybody with something to say. And, you know, it doesn't, as you know, it doesn't take that many to find <laughs> out if there is or not. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like Paris yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. And they're, they're not, so I'm moving right along. Now do it right. Come on. You're, you're, you're setting a bad example. That's better. Now we're Listen, I bet we could play that four hours a day. Oh. <laughs> and get a 15 share. Let, let's try it the next rating book. Come on. See, and, and all over, t- everybody in town would be doing that. Yeah. They are. I mean, they might as well do that. they got nothing else going on. Ba-bloop, ba-bloop, ba-bloop. Right. I think it's a damn format. We, we can package it and sell it. Sell it to Cheap Channel. They'll have like 75 ba-bloop stations on the air before you know it. The new uh, radio format, ba-bloop uh, 2006. What the hell not? Beats the crap they're putting on the air. 
11.56, we got Mad Dog after the ball game. Stick around after the Marlins and the Mets, please, because Mad Dog would like to have your company. And then, of course, Lenny Martez, 7 to 10, that speaks for itself. How would you like to follow that, Curtis Stevenson? Well, you will at Goldfingers, 10 o'clock to 2 for Eddie K. Poor Curtis. Why are they giving him, well, you know, at least he's on the air anyway. They don't like him because he's not an old Jew. You know, being outdoors a lot in South Florida, you really need comfortable shoes. The only place you ought to be thinking of dragging your feet is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. Brandy's carries major brands like Floorsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, and tons of other name brand shoes in all sizes for men and women. And they even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes if you got, like, funky feet. Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. And when you go there and you see the selection and value you get at Brandy's, you'll see why I've been raving about them for years. Go see my good friend Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes at the right price every time. Brandy's isn't like those department stores where you wander around waiting desperately to get service. Then they tell you after all of that time, oh, you like that style? We don't have it in your size. The only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes, so they know it inside and out. You never have to worry about size, selection, or service, or price. Brandy shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copens on the east side. You can't miss them. Brandy's open every day, seven days a week, Monday through Saturday till 9, and every Sunday till 5. And this week is a stupendous time to buy naturalizers at Brandy's. All great women's styles, 10 bucks off. So be sure to get into Brandy's, do your shoe shopping this week, or do it on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. WQM, it's a short hour. we got 48 minutes to go. Get that timer clicking, baby. Get it clicking. Click on it, because we got the pregame show at 1250. Marlins and the Mets at 105 from Jupiter. They're out of this world. How about those Panthers? Oh! That was something nice. Hank, uh, did you get one call about uh, the Panthers this morning? Not a one. Not a one. I mean, I understand there's very little interest, but they won six in a row. They actually got a shot at the playoffs. It's like a miracle. A month ago, people would like laugh you off, you know, off the street. Yeah. Not one. Hank says, oh, they care about the uh, heat. Okay. Oh, Deion Sanders. Excellent choice. That is a fabulous choice. Don't you think? I got that one Deion song, Can't Play. Right. Huh? We, we got the play. one that you can play. Must be the money. Right. Must be the money. Oh, yeah. He gives me the spookies. <laughs> oh, Deion Sanders. Talk about it's tough out there for a pimp. He got the money of like an athlete, and he dresses like a and acts like a pimp. Boy, he is something. Deion Sanders. Got that neon, Deion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Now, how's uh, Deb doing? Did she get my uh, thing? Yes, she did. Good. Okay, just double-checking, because I don't want her to rush off to lunch and then find out tomorrow. Oh, guess what? The thing got jammed in the machine, man, and uh, they never got it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Always got some story. And how come they want that today? Today's only the 28th of March last time I checked. We got three days left in a month after this, or do we all get the rest of the week off? 
I'll tell you one thing, the way this place is going, we all ought to take the rest of the week off. What difference is it going to make? Boy, you talk about floating. My God. The new regime we got here, they're just floating their way through life. And did you ever see Troy Stratford today? Mm, thinking. Yeah. Did no. you ever see Chris Jones? Did we ever no. get like a follow-up on a conversation from last Friday? And here's, here's one that will really get you splitting your sides laughing. How long before you think we get those client feedback sheets? <laughs> oh, my God. What a sense of humor this face. Still hasn't lost it, God. He's 100 years old. <laughs> and he's uh, still got it. Just kidding. Regulators brought Internet political advertising under the nation's campaign finance law yesterday, but, here's the good news, declared that all other political activity on the Internet will be untethered by federal rules. Thanks, God. The three Republicans and three Democrats on the Federal Election Commission unanimously adopted a rule requiring anyone placing a paid political ad on a website to abide by federal campaign spending and contribution limits. But... The rule also updates existing FEC regulations to make it very clear, clear that all other, other Internet political activities, such as blogging, email communications, and online publications, is not covered by the campaign law. Individual online political activity will be protected from FEC restriction regardless of whether the individual acts alone or as part of a group, and regardless of whether the individual acts in coordination with a candidate or acts independently, said Commission Chairman Michael E. Toner. Oh, you're low on Toner, by the way. The 2002 campaign finance law requires that ads for or against federal candidates be paid for with money regulated by the law, which limits contributions by individuals to $2,000 in bans union and corporate donations. And speaking of elections, wait, this will put a smile on your face, George. I'm waiting. Does it seem to you that Drew Lieberman is a bit nervous and irritable these days? Haven't noticed. Lieberman is a three-term U.S. senator, has long been one of Connecticut's most popular Democrats. He was his party's vice presidential candidate in 2000 as one of the most recognizable members of Congress. Under normal circumstances, Lieberman should be confidently cruising toward a fourth term. But the problem for Lieberman is that this election year is anything but normal. For the first time since he won election to the U.S. Senate in 1988, Lieberman is facing a Democratic primary challenger. <laughs> Ned Lamont. I wonder if he's kin to uh, Dave Lamont or maybe Lamont Cranston. Ned Lamont is a successful Greenwich businessman with enough personal resources to kickstart his primary bid. He is also more articulate and personable than the feeble election opponents Lieberman's faced in two previous re-election uh, frolics. Well, I thought I was going to say more articulate and personable than feeble Lieberman. Lamont is also a politically potent issue in the Iraq war, and Lieberman's steadfast support for President Bush's war policies. Uh-huh. The liberal wing of the Democratic Party has been growing increasingly unhappy with Lieberman in recent years. Absolutely correct. On issues ranging from foreign policy to his conservative criticism of the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah, goody two-shoes, Jew Lieberman. But all of that pales in comparison to... I wonder what he thinks about that uh, rockin', uh, rapping rabbi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But all of that pales in comparison to liberal anger over Iraq. Lamont calls Lieberman Bush's favorite Democrat, a tag that's probably very close to the truth. This year is also unusual because it's the first time Connecticut has really faced the possibility of a serious statewide primary contest being decided in August. The state switched from a September to an August primary several years ago, but there haven't been any major primary battles until now. No one is sure how it's going to play out, even if voters will be paying any attention to politics in the middle of vacation season. Primaries traditionally draw low voter turnouts. The lower the turnout, the more likely it is the contest will be decided by a swing of a few thousand votes. Politicians just hate that kind of uncertainty. Good. Liberal activists are exactly the kind of Democrats who tend to turn out for primaries, especially when they're fired up about something like the war in Iraq. There's no guarantee that Lamont will be able to win the 15% of delegates at the May Democratic State Convention he'd need to force the primary, nor is he assured of getting the thousands of signatures necessary to make a primary bid through Connecticut's petition process. There is also no doubt that he's causing Lieberman some agita, spelled with a T, which I've never seen it spelled like that before in my life. Amusing. That's like Dahani. 
After Lamont announced earlier this month, Lieberman's campaign manager accused the challenger of making personal attacks on Lieberman's character and integrity, which Lamont had not done. Last week, Lieberman got into a spat with a Hartford-area radio talk show host, Colin McEnroe, over Lieberman's support for Bush and his warnings to Democrats about undermining the president during war. The more irritated Lieberman gets with this situation, the more delighted his liberal critics become, and the more serious a challenger Lamont appears. All right, sports fans, good news. All right. Man, one of the most unctuous of them all, Jew Lieberman, the man who for sure caused Al Gore to lose that election, besides right. the fixed votes, you know, in the Supreme Court, stopped the count, stuff like that. Oh, Andy Card uh, resigned. Mm. The deck of cards is tumbling at the White House. Big deal. They're all whipped up about that. 1,220 votes on the poll. Charles Barkley and Larry Bird and Jim Brown don't have any. Or Deion Sanders. What's that all about? Huh? Uh, Deion Sanders doesn't have any votes? Just went on there. Let's see. The question is, what all-time athlete do you dislike the most? How about Shannon Sharp? Not because of his athletic performance or because of, what, you know, just because of the way he behaves. Oh, I thought you were going to say because he has a girl's name. What do you think, Josh? Uh, okay. You don't want to put Shannon Sharp on there? I thought you were equally. Uh, I, I don't. Host. I don't hate him. I just he's just the worst broadcaster in the history. Right. Of the he just doesn't belong on the air. Okay. Well, don't put him on there. They'll turn it into a racial thing. Twelve oh nine, man. I tell you, this this thing has just gotten out of our hands today, hasn't it? It just slipped right on through. Good. I like it. Just smoked right away. Good. And when we come up with that new format next week, all Eddie all day, four hours of. <laughs> That'll be that'll be dynamite. Just put on endless loop. In fact, you can just buzz me. Uh, you know when the um, it's time for break. Oh, I'll be in the other room taking a nap. <laughs> All Eddie format. Probably have to put that idiot on the payroll. Wouldn't you think? <laughs> don't say that. Old he's Steve. On the door. What's his name? Steve. What? Yeah. Don't say that because there goes George's new contract and Josh's raise that he's not going to get. Josh's gallon. deal. Josh's raw deal. We're doing a lot, of, a lot of stories from that website, Raw Story. Well, Josh is getting the raw deal. You've heard of the new deal. We got the raw deal because Joe Bell assured me that he would take care of you guys, anybody connected with that show. He's taking care of you all right. In fact, Rectum. I think would be the appropriate word. Nice going, Joe. And that sales manager, oh, my God. I, I can't believe that anybody could possibly make this last guy look good. You know, what was his name? Uh, Raymond, uh, Burr, uh, Raymond Burr on our side. Raymond Burr on our side. Oh, my God. But so far, this guy, with the, uh, the only thing, his, his claim to fame, he's got a heavy drawl. That's about it. He's got a drawl, y'all. I'll help you out. I'll be right back in there. Well, Tuesday has come and gone. I don't see that spot on here that was in dispute last Friday, uh, 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 whatever your name is, Chris. He looked me right in the eye, and he told me, right in the eye. I just love the way he said that. I said, you're in South Florida. You better learn to say it right, Chris. He looked me right in the That's the way we say it here in uh, South Florida. So you better get with it. Get jiggy with it. It's 11 past noon at 560 WQAM. Casper Weinberger said, I don't, I don't even see them talking about that on CNN. Would you think they'd have made a big Timmis about that? At least they, they, uh, they, uh, they had a little cool. blurb there. They had a story, not a yeah, Timmis. Yeah, but not, but not the, a whole uh, lot. Casper Weineberger. Man, oh, man. He was one of the Bush clan and Reagan. You know, according to a recent survey, Americans keep their mattresses for 10.2 years. That's like you keeping a car for 100,000 miles. If your mattress is 5 to 10 years old, it's probably not performing like it once did. So do this. Do what I always do. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for our friends at Dollar Mattress, ranked number one for customer satisfaction. When you call these folks, there's no risk at all. Absolutely none, because you order a mattress from the expert betting consultants at Dollar Mattress, and you try it out for a while. Don't like it? Call them back at 1-800-MATTRESS, and they'll replace it until you are satisfied. 
And once you buy from 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll never go back to a showroom again. It's so easy. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS and pick the two-hour window you want at, and, uh, for them to show up. And they do. They show up right on time, like noon to 2, 1 to 3, 2.45 and 4.45, etc. They take away the crappy old soiled, smelly bedding, and then you're on your way to a great night's sleep for years to come. When you call Dial a Mattress, no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, no rip-offs, just unbeatable, rock-bottom, rock-bottom, factory-direct prices on the best brands you know, trust, and love. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt, too. And right now, Dial a Mattress is offering you no payments or interest for 12 months. So what are you waiting for? Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, for the best sleep you've ever had in your life. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Sensational Stupendous Savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. And they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Absolutely. All right. This guy had a ball and took a hit. Then would he act like Cheech and Chong? Yes. And get the munchies and make brownies filled with hash. And would he share it with Jesus and the saints? Those pious potheads. And yeah, yeah, heart is great. And yeah, yeah, heart is good. And yeah, 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 yeah. What is Smoking pot like one of us Getting high on the back of the bus Just him and Moses getting stoned On a Greyhound bus to Rome Oh my God To get some Vatican homegrown a couple time backs to take home. Smoke a big Bob Marley on his throne. No fun in heaven less yours. Look at that. We got 1,240 votes. I think 1,240 was WGVA in Geneva, New York, I do believe. I never worked there, but young Neil did. Twelve forty. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like that? It's pretty Batavia. impressive total. And guess who don't have any? Jim Brown, Larry Bird, and Charles Barkley don't have any. Oh, how fast they forget. How's Dion doing now? Dion, Dion, Dion's got. Uh, where is he? We didn't put him on there. Must have. Sure, we did. Oh, he's got three already. He's already got three. Found. Didn't realize how fast he's moving on up. Should have put him on there a long time ago. Nice suit, by the way, Dion. Rod Roddy would be proud. Now you talk about a nerd. There is a kid. What else? His name is Skylar Bartels. He's from Harvard, Nebraska. Who? <laughs> Anyway, and I was just telling you about seeing Dress to Kill last night again with Angie Dickinson. But well, you know mm-hmm. the kid that played her son that was in Christine? That nerdy-looking kid with the goofy glasses? Yeah. Well, that's who this kid looks like. Now, why is this kid important? Because he spent a spring break not at Daytona, not in Cocoa Beach, not in Nolene's, uh, at Walmart. You see this story? No. I think what he's really trying to tell the world is... I have no life. Skylar Bartels kept looking over his shoulder. It's a habit he picked up living at the Windsor Heights Walmart for three days. Living there. Eating, sleeping, uh-huh. checking out the DVDs, never leaving. The plan was to spend his entire spring break there under the radar. Some kids go to Cancun. Skylar Bartels, a Drake University sophomore from Harvard, Nebraska, and looking every bit of it, went to the garden and patio department. 
The raid experiment had been over for a few days, but Bartels was still in great experiment mode. As we sat in the booth in the Subway sandwich shop toward the front of the store, <laughs> he glanced at the friendly white-haired Walmart greeters. Were they onto him? Were they staring? Bartels were still suffering from greeter phobia. He was never out to get Walmart, he explained. This wasn't supposed to be an expose. He didn't burst through the door stewing about low wages, poor working conditions, or the way the big chain chews up mom-and-pop stores. This was part sociology experiment, part school project, part professional nerd, I think. Bartels is a writing major. Maybe he'd put it all down on paper and pick up an independent study credit or even sell it to somebody someday. Maybe he'd move to another Walmart and produce a documentary like the guy who ate nothing but McDonald's for a month. That idiot. Bartels got the idea from a commercial. Was it true that those happy, shiny people were telling him always low prices, always? Could the biggest, most successful discount store in the world really meet his every need 24 hours a day? That's what the TV spots were telling him. That was the goal, he said, to buy everything I needed at Walmart. There's a picture of him with Sister Mary Sue, a nun. And you know something? Hard to tell him apart. His father told him to go for it, offered to bankroll the project. On Sunday, his girlfriend dropped him off at the front door and drove away. The game was on. He didn't tell Walmart what he was doing, and it's probably a good thing. We weren't aware of this, said corporate spokeswoman Sharon Weber, but it's not something we condone. We're a retailer, not a hotel. <laughs> really? You know something? Probably give him an idea. Walmart Hotel. Yeah, that is a good idea. I think everybody yeah. should go crash at Walmart. A Drake law professor gave Bartell some advice. The store is private property. If they ask you to leave, go quickly and quietly. Bartels walked into the big box wearing jeans and white T-shirt. He had his cell phone in case of emergency, his heart medicine, his bank card, two forms of ID, and nothing else. He spent the first afternoon watching Chicken Little, the animated Disney film. He watched it all, deleted scenes, interviews, outtakes, everything. They headed on a continuous loop the whole time I was there, he said. I passed through the department and say, oh, it's about halfway through. I like this part. I think I'll watch it again. Oh, brother. I have no life. Bartels decided not to buy anything he couldn't carry around the store. He ended up with a jacket for storage space, a notepad, some pencils, an electronic voice recorder, a three-pack of underwear, a comb, a toothbrush, and some toothpaste. He lived off energy drinks, donuts, yogurt, and Subway sandwiches. He figured he slept four hours of the 41 in captivity. He caught a few minutes whenever he could in a Subway booth or restroom stall, which isn't recommended, especially with the Night Stalkers bursting in every five minutes. Night Stalkers. Remember that show? Yes, I do. I got to the point, he said, where I was adept at falling asleep on the toilet seat, which sounds kind of weird. Oh, maybe that's what happened in the yesterday to you. Maybe the sales holes fell asleep on the seat. They're asleep at the switch. Maybe they're asleep on the seat. Well, I beat them to it this time. Well, thank God. You're learning your lesson, man. Get in there early, early and often. The best place for dozing was lawn and garden where the lights weren't so bright. Nobody worked there between 2 and 4 in the morning. Bartels found a lawn chair, kicked back, and wondered how life could be better. Life would be perfect, he discovered, without the worker who showed up before dawn to stock plants. Bartels hopped up and pretended to be looking for home patio furniture. That 1 to 4 a.m. shift was the daily low point. Subway was closed. Bartels was often the only Walmart shopper, which made it harder to blend into the cosmetics and sporting goods. Oh, and it goes on and on. He was sitting on the floor reading a magazine at 3 a.m. when a man, shivering from the cold, walked in, bought an atlas, and left. You'd see a lot of people reading, Bartel said. Cosmopolitan was a huge favorite, but nobody ever checked the magazine section. I never saw anybody stocking books or magazines. He found it strange the way the same two guys kept showing up in the middle of the night to buy movies. They looked like the devil's reject kind of guys, he said, but they ended up buying stuff like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I said, the message is... I have no lie. And I'm yeah, sure many is. of you can relate to that. Believe you me, we've talked to many of you, and there is no doubt. 567, why am I giving the phone number out? i got no time for any call. Do I? Well, I've got a sure couple. WQAM, hello. See, and that's because there's no third break this hour, which there would be if we had any spots, or if anybody knew how to do the log, or if the sales department was, like, on top of these things. There's more money. This hour is evidence, okay? Make a copy of this log. We'll produce it as evidence in court. Peeing it away. WQAM, Hello. 
Maybe they wouldn't have to borrow money to buy other radio stations if they weren't peeing all the money away down the toilet. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, I do have one good thing. You know, actually, I mean, I know I always hate the Beasleys and everything like that, but they actually did something smart over here on the West Coast. You heard they got rid of that, uh, that idiot Liz Wilde. They fired her ass again. Yeah, big news. Yeah, well, that's good news. That's good news. Maybe we'll actually get, maybe they'll put you on over here now. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Pop a couple more of those, whatever you're taking. Wow. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless lines. Once upon a time, we were on over there. Remember those glorious days in Fort Myers? Uh, oh, yeah. Man. The salad days. Woo, we did we have an audience over there? No. Or what? My God, we were kicking big, fat, smelly ass. WQAM, w- hello. WQAM, hello. Hello. QAM. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yes. Hi, Luis Miguel, Papacito, que rico. WQAM, hello. I made number one. That's unbelievable. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, does QAM get a massive power surge when they put a Marlins game on and everyone turns the radio off? Yeah, yeah, we we conserve on energy that way. Cuts down our FPNL bill. Excellent. Hey. Okay, no problem. Hey, how about those hurricane basketball games we had a couple weeks ago? Those are really big ratings, uh, killer. I mean, the grabbers. They were grabbing it. Couldn't you hear them? Kind of like grabbing the toilet toilet seat. Wow. Gwen Mickelson writes in the center. You're right. No more calls. Sorry, I totally didn't have time. And you go, oh yeah, you got a lot. No, I don't. Don't have time. We only got 25 minutes, Mister. Plus we got a lot of that exit music, man. That uh, yeah, that segue into the ballgame music coming up. It's the Funk Brothers. It's Ro Van Dyke. Actually, I could put that like I could loop it, you know, and play that for like 25 minutes. It's a possibility. Or we could alternate it. We could loop that, and then we could like intersperse it with. I'm, I'm thinking that's a format. I don't know about you. No, I'm, I'm thinking we break that down uh, and and sample it and make a song out of it. Yeah. Just as long as we put on an endless loop. Right. Something for you to think about since you want to play a lot of music this summer when you shut the phone off. Mm -hmm. The American people share the blame for the war in Iraq. That was one of the messages during the Iraqi Women's Speak Out tour and anti-war event that drew hundreds of attendees to the Veterans Memorial Building in Santa Cruz. When you look at the lead-up to the war in Iraq, I blame President Bush, I blame Congress, I blame the media, said Scott Ritter, former Marine, former U.N. Chief Weapons Inspector for Iraq, and contributor to the book Neoconned Again, a compilation of condemnations of the Iraq War. But I'm not cutting any slack for the American people, he said. Americans, he said, have grown accustomed to a lifestyle they cannot sustain. Many Americans have failed to engage, he said, making the American government more of an oligarchy than a representative democracy. As a nation, we are mute. We are silent, Ritter thundered, and he is... Absolutely correct, sir. The event was part of a tour organized by San Francisco International Human Rights Organization Global Exchange that's sending Iraqi women to speaking engagements across the country to talk about their experiences and the U.S. invasion. But the Iraqi woman scheduled to speak at the Santa Cruz event, Faiza al-Araji, couldn't make it because of exhaustion. Four Iraqi women are participating in the project, speaking at events, colleges, houses of worship, and other places, giving local newspaper interviews, and speaking on radio shows. Al-Araji said Benjamin has been mostly sent to traditionally conservative parts of the country. We found that people are hungry for information no matter where they are, said Benjamin. Al-Araji, said Benjamin, maintains that Iraqis are capable of stopping civil war if the U.S. troops would just leave. Others say their main hope is that their children will come home alive from school each day. 
Such information was one of the things that Jay Johnson in Santa Cruz came to hear. I'm interested in the war. I want to learn more information I can get about it. He said, especially the women's issues. That search for information also drew Dina Scapatoni of Aptos. I'm waiting to find out the truth, I guess, or a little bit more of it, she'd be saying. Also speaking at the event was Ray McGovern, a former U.S. Army captain. We put a lot of his articles on our website, Ray McGovern, and a former CIA analyst. McGovern detailed how President Bush sidestepped the Geneva Conventions, leading to our publicly acknowledged policy of torturing people. We've all heard it was a couple of bad apples at the bottom, but I have documentation that it was bad apples at the top of the barrel, said McGovern, producing a memorandum signed by President Bush that required that the detainees be treated humanely and to the extent appropriate and consistent with military necessity in a manner consistent with the principles of Geneva. That's a loophole you can drive a Mack truck through, McGovern said. To extent appropriate and consistent with military necessity. My ass. The organizers urged attendees to act by sending a postcard to Representative Sam Farr, Democrat of Carmel, urging him to cut off funds for the war by signing Massachusetts Representative James P. McGovern's End the War in Iraq Act of 2005. You're going to sign it? You sign it. Yeah, They'll report your ass so fast, even Lou Dobbs will be applauding. Between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Oh, God. I mean, talk about a one-note Charlie. Yeah, granted, two or three weeks, all of a sudden, he got religion. He became very lucid. And he was on target and the thing with the uh, ports in Dubai and doobie doobie doo. And now he's right back to where he was. Yeah, just obsessed. Obs- uh, not that he's not right, but, I mean, jeez, it's kind of like uh, Emmy Schaefer. It was Cuban. It was Cuban. You know, that whole deal again. Oh, God, give me a break. The not-so-magnificent obsession. But, anyway, he's your guy, you know, Lou Dobbs. Okay. You're a big fan. I'll, I'll take, uh, what's his name, any day? I'll take Doug Thompson. You have Lou Dobbs. As far as my media hero. Okay. Is that okay? Sadiq? Well, until Doug Thompson gets a TV show. When does that start? 1,200, and it starts when they find some network that would put him on, which ain't any of the big three, or the talking head one. I'll tell you one thing, he sure ain't no Rita Cosby. You know, if, you, if, if MSNBC wonders why nobody watches their network, take a look at who they got on. Other than, uh, what's his name, Keith Olbermann. Oh, there's Casper uh, Weineberger. 1987. Look at that. That was 99, and he looked 100 years old. He was 88. That's definitely old enough, don't you think? Definitely. Yeah, Weinberger was 88. That's what I just said, bitch. Well, that's Mrs. Uh, Limbaugh. Well, 1,266 votes on the pool, and Jim Brown, Larry Bird, and Charles Barkley still got the big zero. You don't think she's cute, Darren Kagan? Just for, just for a moment, forget oh, about so, the fact oh, she's married to Oh, please, no. She's cute. No. Yes, no, she is. No. Josh, you think she's kind of cutesy? No. And see, that, you're both, you know you're lying. If she was married to, say, like uh, Lou Dobbs, you say she's hotter than a firecracker, hotter than the face of the sun. No, I'm good. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about you. You don't. You wouldn't know Lou Dobbs from uh, Lou uh, Groza. What <laughs> was his name? Who? Lou the Toe. Lou the Toe Groza. Cleveland Browns. Great place kicker, baby. You better start learning your football, mister, if you're going to be a professional jockmeister, if you're going to be part of uh, Clarence's triumvirate, if you're going to crack that crowd. You're going to crack the crack crowd or what? I'm working on it. Yeah, you better. You better start sniffing jockstraps all day, 24-7. And then you can get in over Clarence and the Beast and little Robert. And I got news for you. When Robert sniffs a jockstrap, it has a different connotation. You know what I'm saying? You fair. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. 1231, we got Marlins baseball in just 19 minutes. You'll be able to hear the sound of those radios clicking on. Is this game on TV, by the way? They don't, they don't put the uh, Grapefruit League games on, do they? Well, they some they do, unlike Fox do Sports, but this one I don't think is. Well, I don't want to think about it. I want to know it, okay? So well. I'm going to, like, uh, check the Sun Sentinel right here. I would check the Herald, but I don't believe them. Although the Sun Sentinel, it's a TV thing. It might be Tommy Jicka. But I'm sure he's got nothing that's got to do with sports. Sports, that's out of his league. Let's see, the Florida Marlins. Are they, how are they doing this spring with their little league team? Well, first place, but, you know. Are they really? Well, yeah, but, you know, spring doesn't mean anything. Oh, they got a guy named Abercrombie. Reggie. I thought that was a horse. Reggie Abercrombie. 
He went 0 for 2 against the Orioles on Monday. Uh, dropped his uh, Grapefruit League average 14 points, but he's still hitting 382. He's kicking fat ass, baby. Wow. 382. What's wrong with that? So where's the uh, thing on here about the schedule, about who's on first and when the game and yada? You know, this, this, this website really blows, man. This is so bad. Wouldn't it be nice to know if this game was on TV or something? Let's see. Marlins. Uh, where, where's the sports on TV thing? Where's something? Boy, these papers blow. 28 till 1 at QAM, 1250 to Marlins on deck, and we'll be playing some of that really great Funk Brothers music, man, with this is Ben Dizzy Gillespie and the Pearl Van Dyke. Pearl Van, can't say Dyke no more, of course. Hey, you all know this name, we can say it, Dry Concepts. I've been using them in my homes for 21 amazing years now. They are the best carpet cleaning company in the world. Before you go out and spend thousands to replace your carpets, give Dry Concepts a call because when they get done, it'll look like you had brand new laid right on your floor. They'll bring your carpets back to life. They'll leave them vibrant in color, soft to the touch, stain-free, and looking just like brand new. Dry Concepts is the only company I've been using 21 long, excruciating years in a variety of homes that were just in my house a couple weeks ago, and the only company you ought to trust, too. And just in case you didn't know it, Dry Concepts, besides their fantastic carpet cleaning, also specialize in drapery cleaning, upholstery cleaning, deep cleaning of your expensive leather furniture, and lots more. And without a doubt, one of the best things you can do for that oriental or area or magic flying carpet rug is to use a quality underlayment. It's essential for extending life and beauty of that area rug and provides critical cushioning and prevents skidding on hard floors, too. During this month, you've just got a few days left. During March, call and get 15% in savings on all underlayment padding from Dry Concepts. Always professional, always show up right on time, and always give you a written guaranteed price before they start doing their sensational job for you. All of these things, carpet cleaning, water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, mattress cleaning, and lots more. Call the best and trust the best dry concepts like I do. And Dave Brown in the Palm Beaches, it's a toll-free call, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the web, dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I'd pick God. If anybody has a opinion, you fairly dissenting from our way. We'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question. Just follow unto faith. Everybody's turning fascist. In the act of patriotism, you're watching all of you. Everyone's under suspicion, so that's what you do. This has information, and all you mindless fools, in Bush Fatherland Nation. USA. You gotta hate those Jews. Oh, and Clinton liberals too. Believe everything we tell you. And the state run news. Blood war for corporate. Fill up your escalade. A Reuben Cheney Bush venue. USA. Oh, we don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. Rectum. Oh, now 
number one with two bullets. That is both between the ears. Okay, I just I just uh, setting something there to uh, Josh. A little story for tomorrow. All right. Okay, what all-time athlete do you dislike most is our poll today? 1,283 votes. That is a shocking number. You know, when you come right down to it, I think that's the whole audience. Wouldn't you? Must be. 1,283. That's about right. OJ, 437. Man, they hate you like poison. In fact, we probably should in honor of this play like an OJ uh, something. We haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, uh, I don't know. We'll come up with one. 437, Barry Bonds, 191. A very respectable second, but a distant second, not in the same league. I hate sports, 73. Mike Tyson, 60. Oh, before I continue. So George uh, had to order the Dreamfields pasta yeah. online, right? Right, I did. I and the reason he had ordered it is because uh, the public's, uh, the shelf is empty where it was. Now, right. have we had, since I've been raving about it for two weeks, and I love it every day almost, or three times a week anyway, uh, have we had one person fax or call in and say, you know, Neil, I tried that and my blood sugar went skyrocketing or was very good or anything? No, or died. No, no one stops no. them to say that no. they died. No, maybe they're all dead. No, because they're a bunch of ingrates. I mean, you know, would they have ever found out about it if it wasn't for... Hey, oh, God. No, and it was just by the luck of the draw that I found it online, just uh, blind luck. But, man, we turned down to something really great, and you're buying it up like uh, hotcakes there at the uh, Publix they can't even keep it in stock, and George has to order it online. But we hear nothing, as, as usual. Carol Owens, they hate, 58. Kobe Bryant, 57. I hate this poll, 57. Pete Rose, 46. Jose Consucco, 38. John Rocker, 36. Tanya Harding, 29. Brian Cox, 22. Kurt Busch, 20. Kurt Schilling, 20. I'll pray for both of them. Roger Clemens, 14. Mark McGuire, 14. Ron Artest, 13. Kurt Warner, 13. Speaking of having got a prayer. Keyshawn Johnson, what kind of a name is that? 11. It's a bad name. Tiger Woods, 9. Todd Bertuzzi, 8. Sandy Peyton Manning, 7. You fairy. Michael Irvin, 7. Ray Lewis, 6. A.J. Pruszynski, 5. Phil Mickelson, 5. Ricky Williams, Solamente Cinco. Soltanto Cinque. Wayne Gretzky, 5. Deion Sanders, 4. Bill Romanowski, 4. Leighton Hewitt's got 3. Rafael Palmero, 3. Ty Dummy's got 2. Randy Johnson, 1. And out of almost 1,300 votes, Charles Barkley, Jim Brown, and Larry Bird all have got the big... Incredible. The big... You like I snow the big... Oh! <laughs> like that. Everybody, 
just right. I took a walk on down the street and I took out my flashlight. And I suspected something funny when I saw Father Flood. Then I jumped over the wall and I knocked on Cato's door. He told me about some thumps he heard, so I looked around some more. And I suspected something funny when I found a bloody glove. A bloody glove. But I didn't tell Cato. A bloody glove. Whoa, 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 whoa. Next thing we knew, OJ went on a low-speed Bronco ride. Now he's in an L.A. jail charge for double homicide. And I believe it's first degree murder he's guilty of. It's because of a bloody glass. I'm dying over here. OJ, 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 OJ. You killed Nicole. You killed Nicole. That night, when she turned off all the lights, there's no place where she could hide. Oh no, OJ was gonna get her. OJ went out to kill her. OJ went out to kill her. OJ went out to kill her. She went out to kill her. One day, the jury's gonna set free OJ. For all we know, he's gonna head your way. Oh, yeah. And OJ's gonna get ya. It's true. OJ is gonna come after you. You fairy. Tonight. 
You know what that music means, don't you? All right. You can smell the uh, baseball gloves. You can smell the jock straps, can't you? Smell the leather gloves. Take those no-dos. Dave Van Boring's coming up. He is still doing the game, isn't he, John? Yes, don't be with David Roxy, Foxy Roxy. Well, Roxy will wake you up for that little... Like that. Marlins and the Mets and Jupiter coming up. Don't forget Mad Dog after the game. And then you uh, take a three-hour dinner, 7 to 10, Lenny Martez. Curtis at Goldfinger is 10 o'clock for any key tonight. Lenny Martez at 7. So when we haven't lost our sense of humor in the face of adversity, we still can chuck a little bit. <laughs> It's time to get it on. Absolutely.